I'm Father Ralph, and you're in the Red Room on the road. That's right, folks. It's a special broadcast of the In the Red Room. And I'm here with my co-hosts, Bobby Weltner and Chris Scott, in the Windy City of Chicago, Illinois. We're going to be hearing from all the Sesmen in the Chicagoland area soon enough. But before they do, I want to say welcome to Bobby and welcome to Chris. Father Ralph, great great to be on the road with you again. Last time uh, last time we were on the road, we were in New York City. That's right. You know, back in my neck of the woods, East Coast. East Coast. But now we're in Chris's, <laughs> Chris's territory. Yes. 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 We're here, thanks to Chris, we're here at your uh, place downtown here. We're broadcasting from the 23rd floor of the at 8th and Huron. 8th East Huron. 8th yeah. East and Huron. It's a beautiful day. The sun is shining and just coming in here. Oh, it's a, it's a beautiful day in Chicago. Oh, I know. You know, <laughs> yesterday was not so beautiful. Yesterday was no. one of those uh, snowy Midwest days uh, oh. with cold in yeah. springtime, and spring is not here yet. It may be meteorological spring, but it's not right. astronomical spring. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And yesterday reminded us of that. But I got to say, uh, one thing that I'm shocked by, and I'm still bewildered by, is daylight savings. Time. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Now, why, why are you bewildered yeah. by it? I'm like, given the time in which we live and all the advancements we've made, why do we do this? Oh. Tell, tell me, why, why do we need this? The farmers, <laughs> yeah, the farmers. Yeah. The farmers. I don't really have a good answer for farmers. I mean, and it's like you know, and yeah, we can still we can still keep it, and we have kept it for 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 many years. But um, you know, I feel like our, our our economy might not be as dependent on agriculture as it was, you know, as it was before. Right. So I don't know. It's like maybe we could consider, you know. Getting rid of daylight savings time. Uh, now, yes, I think I think you're just bitter, Father Elf, because you know we we just sprang ahead an hour this past Sunday, which meant Father Elf's birthday was cut an hour short, right? Because his birthday was on Sunday. So well, Bobby, I think you know he got gypped. He only got a 23-hour birthday. Well, and well, so I think he's just a little bitter right now. Uh, well, you know, I you know, I, I, it might be that, but actually, what it is, it throws off my circadian rhythm. Mm. I mean, that one oh, hour yeah. messing around with that, you're rest, you're messing around with my internal body clock. Right. Stop yeah. that. Well, I mean, I hate to say it, but if you were that worried about your circadian rhythm, I don't know if Rector's the right job for you. <laughs> All right. <laughs> there's a lot of there's a lot of late nights, yeah. and... folks. He's coming out and he's swinging. Bobby is. Swinging for the fences here. He's not. Job. He's not holding <laughs> back today. Uh, no, you know, like I, I, I'm not. I'm, I'm serious. I think there's always like uh, some report that comes out that says, you know, when, when we have the, the, these time changes, um, accidents go up, yeah, productivity goes attacks. down. Yeah, yeah, exactly. All this stuff. Right. So let's just not do it. Let's be like the state of Arizona, or Hawaii, or unfortunately former South Bend because South Bend didn't do it for years wow yeah really? but I, and it was perfect perfect well I think you're going to get your wish because I think we are doing away with it in a year or two right um, isn't that the latest well if that is the the protect the sunshine act uh, introduced by uh, Rubio Florida passes the senate then yes um, I think there's a chance it could pass the house and pass the senate I think people are just tired of this now yeah I mean, well, I mean, did you did it affect you this time change? Uh, 
Maybe. You younger folk? I I don't I, I don't know. Maybe a little bit. I mean, I feel like <laughs> I, I I don't know. Maybe the you know maybe the last couple days I um, you know I, I felt a little sluggish at some points. But there you know you I can I you know it's like I I can still go about my business and um, you know I, I feel like I've, I slept really well the last couple of nights. You know you're not you're not helping you're not helping the case. <laughs> no, no. But it's, what about me, an old an old guy? You know I yeah. I need I I, uh, I can take a nap yeah. right now. You need your eight yeah. hours. Like, or yeah, or maybe nine. Yeah. You know yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm half baked when you pulled me out. Yeah. You know with the clock going off. You know yeah. I, I I saw a headline about um, I I saw a headline about. Um, uh, 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 about sleep on the elevator here earlier yeah. today, and I think it basically said that, um, you know, like mo- most people, most people don't get enough sleep. And I think, well, you know, there, uh, there, there might not be a mystery there, but um, <laughs> you know, it's like uh, I think it's uh, you know, I think uh, yeah, some people looked at data from Apple Watches, and I think they found that only one third of the users got the, you know, got the you know the the minimum seven hours of sleep. Oh, mm. yeah. Well, you, yeah. Okay. Well, I never well, get seven hours. I mean, well, so I'm one of those. <laughs> you I never get, get seven hours. What do you go for? Six. I try to go shoot for six. Yeah. And then the body wakes up me up at five o'clock, and then the body mind oh, right. have a war, and the mind wins out. Yeah. And I, get up, body. Let's go. Uh, well, I'm sure you're gonna say, it, Bobby. Well, I, I generally, you know, if you're getting six, I'm probably getting five because you know I get up earlier than you, yeah, so that I can work out and pray. Oh, I, and I then I can yeah. go take, you know, then I can walk around campus while you're still just in the process of yeah, getting you're up. You're telling us I'm, about your oh, praying. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah, I pray before you pray, Bobby. No, I, no, I get no. up and I pray, but you get up and work out and then you pray. I pray. No, no, that's not, <laughs> I, I pray then I work out. Oh yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah. But, Revisionist, yes, go ahead. But to be fair to you, Father, so, yeah, I mean, oh, thank I Thank you for have, change. <laughs> I, I did not have any problem with the time change. Spring ahead, fall back. Either way, I'm going to yeah, get up and roll right. with it. But okay. I do think I saw someone in Chicago today who may have had trouble with the time change. Mm-mm, pray tell. Dennis Rodman. Oh my Dennis God! Rodman. That's right. Wait, so Father did, Alf and did you I. Guys, did you guys really see Dennis Rodman at the Smith today? Father Alf and I saw Dennis Rodman what? out at lunch at the now, Smith. Now this is funny. We're walking down the wow. street, and I said, "I said, Bobby, I wish I could remember where I ate brunch with some Stedsman here before a wedding. It was really, really good." And Bobby said, "Well, describe it." I said, "Well, all I remember was a bunch of white and black tile, and." And it right. reminded you of yes. New York City. It reminded me of New York City, yeah. yeah. And lo and behold, we were standing right outside it. Yeah, yeah we were right, right up to Oh the my gosh. Yeah. It so was we, perfect. Providence. Perfect. Providence. And then we go in, and I'm trying to get a table, and Bobby's looking around, and he zeroes in at the bar and sees Dennis Rodman. Oh, clear as day. My yeah. Dennis Rodman, he had a hat on and sunglasses on. Right. But yeah, you can't mistake those tattoos. You can't mistake the nose ring. You also can't mistake the T-shirt that he was wearing that says Dennis Rodman. On it. <laughs> oh my gosh! He had to be I reminded. Would have, I would have never guessed that he'd be wearing that, you know, a T-shirt that says Dennis Rodman on it. And he was with the perfect entourage too. He had a oh. guy. He had a guy. Well, he was there with a woman and a man, and the man was bright blue hair. Um, yeah, it was mm. quite the quite the oh, group. Wow! Wow! And uh, and I said to Father Alf, I'm like, I need to get a photo with Dennis. Now, no. he, yeah, he went and went to go get a photo, oh. and here I'm trying to order food. I don't know about Because I'm hungry, yeah. and he goes off for like, you know, 10 minutes. <laughs> I needed to plan my course of action. So, so I walked by the scene. I scoped it out. 
And then I went down to the bathroom just to like think, okay, how am I going to go up and approach Dennis? Um, and, and, it, and it was not undue preparation. It was, it was much needed. Um, Cause it, yeah, he wasn't, he wasn't particularly receptive to me coming up to oh. him. And I, said, I said, Dennis, can I get a photo? What? And um, I think at first he was trying to give me the cold shoulder and ignore me. Yeah. Um, but then he's like, okay, look, I don't do selfies. The only condition is it can't be a selfie. It needs to be taken by someone else. <laughs> and I, I said, okay. So I had the waitress, I said, you mind taking a photo for us? And then, then yeah, he, he gave a little kind of hang loose, hang loose motion with his, oh, with nice. his hand wow. and said, uh, spread the love, spread the love. And then we took the photo. Is it, and, oh, a good and, then, and then I said, I said, God bless you, Dennis. And then, um, and, I, and then I joked to the guys, that I sent the photo back to some of the guys in the seminary and I said, look, I now have two degrees of separation from King Jong-un. Yeah. So maybe North yeah. Korea is our new mission territory, right? Oh, I can wow. work my Dennis Rodman connection, get in with Kim Jong-un, uh, right. and soon we'll have uh, uh, the Catholic Church thriving in North Korea again. Uh, wow. Mean, have you guys seen the documentary? <laughs> all, all because of lunch. I mean, have what? you guys seen the documentary, uh, Dennis Rodman's Big Bang in Pyongyang? <laughs> <laughs> it, it came... It, 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 came, it came out. It came out years ago, maybe mm. about ten years ago. I don't know. The title. The title is hilarious. Maybe they, you know, they, they, they could have, um, you know, could have made a wiser choice of words. But anyway, um, I mean, it's all about when, um, like in uh, early 2014, I think Dennis Rodman and a bunch of NBA All Stars um, actually went to North Korea to Pyongyang for like. Uh, you know they they were they were you know they were going to play a basketball game with the you know the North Korean national team and apparently basketball is pretty big there if I remember correctly yeah. or it was at that time and you know and it's like it it, it wasn't you know it, it wasn't just about the basketball game it was also about you know the politics behind their visit mm. and um, you know it, it's like and you know I, I think at one point. You know, Dennis. You know, Dennis pointed out that one day this door is going to open, and um, you know, I, I just I remember at some points in the movie he was, you know, I think he was, um, I think he was sitting with Kim Jong Un, and I think a few years ago I was saying that, you know, Dennis Rodman seems to be the only person who, who gets along with Kim Jong Un, <laughs> right? And you, you couldn't pick two more different people. I mean, yeah. You know, it's like. You know, Dennis Rodman, we all know him. I mean, he's very eccentric, you know, very... Flamboyant. Yeah, very out In your there. face. And, uh, you know, but, like, but the, you but, know, Kim Jong-un is, you know, it was... He's got that really stylish so haircut. But whatever. this is part of the problem. This is why I'm saying, to bring it back oh, yeah. for a moment, yeah. this is why I think, to Father Ralph's credit, yeah, I mean, the, the whole Daylight Savings Time thing throwing people off. Dennis Rodman was, you know, he was not particularly, you know... He was eccentric not a, today. No, he was. Yeah. He was. Sedate. He seemed. He seemed pretty he seemed, sedate. Yes, flaccid. And, and he was out at. He was out at noon getting lunch. He doesn't strike me as the person who gets lunch at noon. No, <laughs> maybe he woke up on the wrong side of the bed. Today. Yes. Well, I gotta ask. <laughs> that's true. I gotta ask a question, Bobby. Bobby, did you thank him for his service, for his his oh. service for the country of diplomacy? 
Well, I trying said, to keep I, the peace. I said, I said, God bless you, Dennis. I mean, okay. I think it was implied. It was implied. It was gotcha. implied. Gotcha. Okay. But, but I should I should have been more explicit. All right. Yeah. So uh, so did Dennis have uh, did he did he was his hair colored? I can't remember. No, I don't think his hair was colored. No, the the, the one of the guys saying? in his entourage had blue. Yeah, hair. that yeah, was yeah. blue hair. Blue yeah. hair. Blue yeah. hair. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Well, it yeah, was, he, had a, he had a purple hat on that I can't repeat what it said on the hat, but you know. Yeah, you can always you can always imagine the types of things that might be on Dennis Rodman's yeah, well, hat, but I do have the photo. Oh, so that that well, that was amazing. That was amazing. <laughs> oh yeah, it was. You, you walk in there and look. There's Dennis Rodman. Only in Chicago. Maybe we can post a photo on the blog. Maybe blur out parts of the photo. Yeah, maybe we can blur out the hat. <laughs> you know, and we'll put it on. The, we'll put it on the blog. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like it, wow. you know, you come up here to see. I just came in to get some lunch, and I got a, a side helping of uh, Dennis Rodman. Yeah. So, oh my gosh. And he got a. Take a picture with I got my photo, yeah. Wow, that's wow. amazing. Now, go ahead, sir. It's, it's, it's amazing that you guys saw him in person. I mean, yeah. I, I, I feel like I've only seen him on TV. And, yeah. you know, it's like from what I, from what I saw in, you know, in the documentary we were just talking about, he's, he's pretty eccentric. Uh, and, yes, you know, he is. That's yeah, an understatement. It's like, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. At least at that time, I, I think he's having some, like, struggles with... Um, alcohol and things like that yeah. and and just sometimes and and then i remember he was doing a was doing a cnn interview with uh uh connie was, chung no no actually <laughs> actually i think it was actually i think it i, I think it was chris cuomo okay if i remember <laughs> okay. correctly okay. but i don't know wow okay and it's like at one point you know i guess um you know chris cuomo might have asked a, a question about politics and that, that wasn't that wasn't really on the agenda. So then, you know, Dennis got upset, and you know, I see the, and the whole but thing. He, he yeah. finished it off well. He was like, "One day, one day, this door is going to open." You know, the door between the U.S. and North Korea. Yeah, it's got it's got a few more. Yeah, it's not opening anytime soon. I, I, I think. I love I love to talk to him <laughs> that about talk. his diplomacy. Oh, I basketball diplomacy. Sometimes. Yes. Yeah. You know what I would love? Yeah. I would love to hear. Uh, more about I saw today was the Green River. Yes, the, sh- the Chicago River is green. Yes, it is green. It's not even St. Patrick's Day. Well, uh, I, I mean, I, I guess it's not. You know, it's not officially St. Patrick's Day, or it's not St. Patrick's Day, but um, you know, like uh, yeah, like, like like Father, like Father Michael at Old St. Pat said the other day. There are eight days of St. Patrick's Day, just like there are eight days of Hanukkah. <laughs> <laughs> right? it's like, I, this river is green, Bobby. Yeah, isn't green. It, it is green. green. This is my first time it's seeing it in person. Green. You know, I, that's something I've known about for most of my life that Chicago does the Green River, but it is vibrantly green. Yeah. Like your shirt, like you're yeah. wearing All the Notre things. Dame green yeah, shirt. Kelly, the Kelly green shirt. It is that. green, and I'm afraid yeah. I want to stick my hand in it. I'm afraid I'm going to get stained. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, last time I smoked a Dutch Master cigar. I lost the ability to taste for a day, and my fingernails were stained for three months. Oh, you know, no. I'm just afraid I'm gonna stick my hand in that water, and it's gonna—I'll be like the Joker or something. You know, it looks—it is so—it looked right out of Batman. You know, like yeah. something. But how did they get that river so green? Uh, uh, I mean, I, what do they dump in there? I don't know, but I think it's some kind of dye. Like, mm. uh, like someone was saying the other day, it might be a. It, it might be a food dye, and some people say, "Oh, it's just dye. You know, it's not a big deal." Mm-hmm. But all natural, of course, eco-friendly. It, it, yeah, it might not that, be the best thing for the environment, for the river. Hey, I hear the fish love it. 
Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like I'd be eating I fish mean, out of the Chicago I mean, it's got to be a lot of dye. Yeah, there's a lot right? of dye. Yes. It'd and be interesting to... We need. This is where we need the statistician again, Father Ralph. We need yeah. a statistician to be we, looking up we do. how much diet is. Oh, yeah. I yeah. mean, it's probably a lot. And I mean, this year, I think it's even more than usual because, you know, the... The you know the die goes out further uh, than than it used to. Oh, in previous series, yeah. What do you mean? You mean they they died more of the river than ever before? Uh, I, yeah, I guess so. I mean the, you know, like like the green die goes farther out. Oh, I see. Goes than than, than it used to. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I want does it does it does I guess does the green river go out into Lake Michigan now? I, I, guess. I don't think so. I, I think it. I think it goes farther boat. out that way. Oh, they go the other. The river yeah. goes the other way. Okay. Yeah. Well, all I know is that it was bright green. Uh, it looked pretty. I took a lot of photos, um, and I even made a like a like a shot where I was like drinking the water. You know, like Hiawatha. You know, oh, oh, oh. Land Lakes. You know, having a a bit of the a bit of the green water. Oh. Um, but uh, I, so far, my hands haven't been stained, and uh, and I, I didn't taste any food additive. So, so this is just in from, from Google. Uh, it's, this says 100 pounds of environmentally friendly dye. This is the 61, 61st anniversary of this unique event. 100 pounds. I mean, it's weird that they measure it in weight and not in... I'm, I'm looking for, for volume. Fluid, <laughs> yeah. fluid ounces? I... Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I, a I million don't know, fluid I don't ounces, know what the Bobby. appropriate units would be. <laughs> Do you know? You know what I find amazing here, uh, folks? We're on the twenty-third floor, at here at Eight Huron East. Yeah, Eight East Huron. Okay. Yep. And we're, we're in, a, in a room here, surrounded, open by glass. Oh You know, gosh. it's funny. It's beautiful. You get to see a great view of Chicago, the West, looking out west. Um, but you know what's interesting is that people. You know, I I don't know. I feel like people can look in and see me. Well, yeah, I mean... <laughs> You're kind of like on display. Well, we're in the city, Father Alf. You see and be seen. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. That's the way it works in the I, city. I guess that's how... That, that, You're that's Midwesterners, how right? In Omaha, city. right? Yeah, yeah, I was like, shut these windows. People can see me. I don't want to be seen. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you, you know, it's like in, in the city, you can see into people's apartments. I mean, I... I I, you know, I see a bunch of apartments over there, for example. I can see right in. I mean, you know, yeah. it seems like there's nobody Someone's in there. doing laundry over there. Yeah, someone's you know? doing something. Yeah, yeah, someone's doing something. You know, I, I don't know. I mean, like, I don't, I don't know if I want to be on display. Right. Well, right now, right. people are looking in this apartment thinking, this must be one of the highest grossing podcasts in the, yes. <laughs> in the world. I mean, to be fair, yeah. Chris and his family have provided us with a nice place to, uh, to, record, to yeah. record from. and. You know, how many young men can just, at 3 o'clock on a Tuesday afternoon, be recording this podcast? You well, know? So folks, yeah. people are pretty jealous of whatever's going on in this oh, room right now. They are. And trust me, <laughs> folks, you know, Bobby, you know, like you said we need a statistician. We need a handler because I had a, had to text everyone, like, say, when we're doing the podcast and get everyone lined up. And so we have a star-studded uh, lineup of people coming. Um, and maybe the people in the other apartment saw me texting all morning here, you know. What's he texting? Who's he texting? <laughs> yeah. you know? Well, wouldn't you like to know? And uh, you know, <laughs> we'll see how we'll see how it all goes. But uh, you got some really nice views. I see we're over the the flight plan of O'Hare Day, or they're flying right down. Oh, wow. The planes are going through and all that stuff. We're surrounded by art from Rwanda. Yeah, a Rwandan oh, yeah, art. Yeah. I knew I liked art. Yeah, I didn't know I liked Rwanda. It's very colorful, very colorful. vibrant yeah, uh, paintings. Beautiful. Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm I'm looking out here at the window, and there's a building going up. 
and uh, there's a big crane. You can see the workers all going around. You can see some of the, the the sparks or whatever they're doing with welding and stuff. Chris, one thing that I'm surprised by, you know, we have these windows. We would open them up, but you know, it's a little cold here today. Oh yeah. yeah uh, we yeah. could hear the noise of the city, um, but once in a while, you can hear the sirens. Do you get do you get used to it? You know, the sirens. You know. Um, the noises of the city. Yeah. Does they, it ever wake you up or keep you up at night? Uh, um, yeah, not, not, not usually. Not particularly. I think. Yeah, I feel like I'm, you know, I, I I feel like I'm used to it. So yeah, you know, I, I might be desensitized. I got to used it, to it in New York. Like, you know. Yeah, I, I love it. You know, it's yeah. like, yeah, it's like I, I was. Um, you know, I, I, I was I was doing this meditation earlier on the call map, yeah. and at one point, you know, it's like, um, uh, you know, at, at one point we, uh, we we took some time and just listened to the sounds, focus on the sounds around us. So I think oh, yeah. I heard sirens and wind and like, um, you know, like my 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 dad on the Zoom meeting and all, yeah. all kinds of stuff and. Yeah. Okay, so you're used to it. Now, Bobby, were you were you used to it in New York? I was. I was. I mean, I, I even the rats, even, <laughs> even the rats. You know, it's yeah, it's exciting. You know, you're living in the concrete jungle when you're in New York. Oh right? yeah. Right. Oh yeah. And oh yeah. In the concrete jungle, you have all kinds of wildlife. <laughs> you have wildlife and smells. You know, the one thing I could never get used to was New York City in the summertime. Now, New York in the oh. springtime is fine because it doesn't smell like one big urinal. Ah, uh, oh, come on! And the summertime, the smells, Bobby, and I, you walk by, and there's rancid milk yeah, in, the in, on the garbage on the streets. I don't understand yeah. that. You don't get that here in the Midwest. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's I mean, say, that's the alleys. one thing. That's the one thing the Midwest has got on New York. The that, trash. We got a handle on the trash. The trash. Well, you know. Yeah, you got to walk over the rivers that are seeping out of these bags. You know. Don't get your shoe in that. You don't know what's in there. Yeah, you know, that's the well, one thing. I would well, I, in fairness, right? When you when you don't produce much, you have a little byproduct. So, you know, in, in New York, you know, we tend to produce more. Bobby, so that, you're really trying. He's trying. We're gonna get. I'm gonna give. I'm, I'm gonna give him a B plus on that one. He's trying. And the effort. I the effort. there. No, we just we just refined. We got better in living and. Chicago is one of those those great cities that you know got to have a restart after the Great Fire. You know, yeah. Chicago and St. Louis were in competition with each other. Chicago had a big fire, and they thought St. Louis was like, ah, we're going to be the best city. Actually, no. Chicago came back and they implemented the grid system. Oh yeah, you know, and yeah. and that was they had city planning, and it's actually paid off. You know, we got alleys. You know, was, didn't yeah. someone say this? We got alleys. You know, <laughs> take yeah. your trash to the alley. You know, yeah. not yeah. the front, not the front page. Well, it's true. It's true. Yeah. So anyway, but you know, each is to each their own. Yes. Each city yes. has its pluses, its minuses. Mm -hmm. You know, and, and Chicago's got its great pluses. And I would say a Chicago alley is 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 is, is a, a real treasure. That's where the trash goes, Bobby. And that's where the trash goes. Yeah. Yes. Well, and, that, and that's where the rats are. They're not on the streets, walking with you. Or competing for yeah, space. Who, who was it? Who was I? Who were you just arguing with yesterday about what city had the bigger rats? I think it was uh, Doctor Doctor Mike Burton and his fiance Sam. Yeah, they were trying oh. to. They were trying to argue that Chicago had bigger rats than New York. Oh my gosh! And I, I took, I took <laughs> well, some, I took some I, offense to that. I, 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 <laughs> I did not know that, and it's like, and you know, I, I think I heard on. A, uh, the the Daily Show or something like that the other night that um you know uh, 
you know, New York City rats were found to carry COVID. So watch <laughs> out. <laughs> and it's just like, oh my gosh, you know, it's like, I don't know, that might not be the worst thing that rats are carrying, but. We got to get this show on the road. Yeah, we got okay, to. Let's yeah. get it on. Let's do it. Let's get do it on. That. All right, one of our first guests tonight is Pat Doyle, all the way from Chicago. Surprise. Welcome, Pat. Thank you. Thank you. Pleasure to be here. I'm honored to be joining you two for the show. Yeah. Are you Pat. really? Are you really? Is he really, Chris? Is he really <laughs> happy to be I here? I think so. Okay. I hope so. That's one of my classmates, graduated in 2014 with me. So we had, a, we had a, a great group in 2014, the St. Ed's class, and Pat called me you know, half hour ago and said I'm seven minutes down the road. So we're, we're very fortunate to have Pat here. Well, you were eating lunch with Dennis Rodman. But well, I was pretty well exactly. Pat, yeah, that's Pat right. saw the photo <laughs> of me with Dennis Rodman <laughs> at the Smith earlier. Yes. And, uh, yeah, he knew he needed to reach out and make sure I was okay. So, Pat, I hear that you recently had another child. Indeed. Wyatt. Indeed. Wyatt Doyle. He was born October 18th. Um, 2022, and he, he wow. made a very dramatic arrival here in Chicago. Um, well, and, I, I pray to, I mean, what, what, wait, can you, let, let, sorry, let's right click on that. Sure. <laughs> let's see what, <laughs> double, double click. Yeah, double, double click. Else. Okay, let's <laughs> double click. Sorry, double click. That's what all the kids are saying. Let's double click on it. So tell us, what is this, what is this, this uh, big fandangled entrance? I mean, every baby has a big entrance. Every baby has an entrance, sure, and it's, it's always exciting. Um, Wyatt was a uh, an accidental at home delivery. And, oh, uh, yes, yes. His cousin Jack loves to tell him that he was born next to a toilet, which, <laughs> which, is, which is not wrong. Uh, oh my God! But it was a very nice toilet. It was, it was a very nice. Toilet. It was in good shape, um, but it, but but he was indeed born next to a toilet. So uh, you know he's got a, he's got an interesting story. He can't tell it yet, but uh, but I'm happy to tell it on, on his. Yeah. Account. Okay. If you don't mind, can you share this story? I mean, we'd love to hear more. I mean, sure. how many times have you heard of, of a baby being born at home? You don't. Not much. No. <laughs> you know, no. It's, it's, not, uh, it's not a common occurrence, and it was not our plan, but my wife was, uh, you know, obviously we were ready for the baby to come, and she called me at the office, uh, said, it's, it's time to come home, we're, we're going to go to the hospital pretty soon, some things are happening. Mm -hmm. So I'm working downtown, I get on the L, uh, get back to our neighborhood, and I... I really quickly went to uh, CVS to get some snacks and drinks because <laughs> we were going to go to the hospital for several days and I didn't want to be dependent on cafeteria food. So first you get the snacks and then I come home and little uh, smokies. Um, yeah, I got Slim a, a nice collection of snacks. I was really proud of myself. I, I came home and it was very uh, intense feminine energy in the room. My wife was there with, with her mother and uh, she, she had been working with a, a doula or like a birth coach. Um, and, uh, and, and we decided right away, let's, let's get going to the hospital. And so I started taking some bags to the hospital. I'm sorry, bags to the car. The snacks. Snacks to the car, yeah. duffel bag to the car, change of clothes, fresh socks, which is important. These are things I didn't have the first time around, snacks and, and socks. Wait, wait, I, I gotta interrupt you. I mean, what did your wife think when you said, hey honey, I got the snacks? She... Okay, baby's I, coming, I, but I, don't worry honey, I got the snacks. I got I Slim Jims, yeah. I got Sweet Tarts. I didn't tell her about the snacks until afterwards. She was very, 
excited to, to indulge in snacks. Um, <laughs> but when I came in the door, I, I immediately recognized that like, I should not be talking about my snacks. Right now. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm loading up the car and then um, my wife steps into the, the bathroom and, and uh, asks for uh, Samantha, who was the, the doula who'd been working with her and kind of helping her prepare for a, uh, a birth without uh, epidural. She, she says, Samantha, can you come back here? And, and Samantha just calm as anything says, uh, okay, we're, we're not going to make it to the hospital. We're going to have this baby right here. So oh my gosh. Wow. Yeah. Patrick, I need you to call 911 and, uh, need you to bring me gloves and towels if you have them. And my mother-in-law was there and she and I, uh, shared, shared this experience, the, 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 the look of, uh, bewilderment when wow. we learned this. So, uh, not much to say there. I just had to do as I was told. So call 911 and uh, told the, the people on the phone, you know, my wife's having a baby. You need to get here right away. And, and uh, the dispatcher is trying to figure out if I'm pulling her leg. And she's like, oh, it's, you know, is, is the baby coming now? And I'm, I'm screaming at her like, the baby's coming. This is why I'm calling 911. You need to get the, the ambulance over here immediately. Um, and, uh, and, and the doula says, yes, she's, she's crowning now. So tell him to, to hurry up. So I said that, you know. To the, to the dispatcher, she said they're on their way. And uh, it, it was just a few minutes after that, um, I'm pacing the hallway with my mother-in-law and my wife is in the bathroom with, with the doula. And, and next thing you know, uh, they say, Patrick, come on in and, and, and meet your son. And went in there and there he was. Um, he was, he was kind of still and quiet. So they, she kind of tickled him and, and pinched him a little bit. He started crying. and. Um, he was healthy and, and uh, breathing just fine. And a couple minutes later, the, the paramedics showed up and the hard part was over. So they just kind of had to, to transport mom and, and baby to the hospital. But uh, wow, that was amazing. Yeah. Um, well, I, I don't I don't smoke, but I think I need a cigarette. After. Ah, <laughs> it was a lot. Whoa. It was a lot. But, uh, you know, uh, my wife also had a big day that day. It was big for me. <laughs> But also for her. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Even bigger for her. <laughs> you don't say. You don't I remember, say. so I was, I was looking back because it was, it was October 18th mm -hmm. when Pat sent a message to our group with the picture of Wyatt saying, Happy birthday to Wyatt, Happy birthday to Wyatt Joseph Doyle, born today in an accidental home birth in our bathroom. <laughs> dot, dot, dot. Whoops. Yeah, but, uh, oh. but our friend group was all very excited because yeah. I was sent to our stands group. Yeah, I've never. Have you seen anything born? I haven't seen anything born, Chris. Have you? Uh, I haven't even seen like a dog or a cat. I, I, well, I've seen puppies born because my dad's a veterinarian. Oh well, yeah, so I've been there. Vet. Yeah, yeah, like kittens and puppies. Yeah, but uh, I haven't seen yeah. anything. Wow. I've, but this is this is why we need to bring the show on the road more. Yeah, it's well, only by bringing the show on the road is, are we yeah. able to yeah. hear stories like this. Wow, you know. From the field, yeah. so to speak. Field like reporting. Field reporting. Field reporting. Yeah. yeah, oh my gosh. Okay. I can't keep up with Dennis Rodman. I'm sure he had some stories to tell us. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, Dennis Rodman wasn't too talkative today. <laughs> no, he was not. Yeah. He, was, he was not. He was not. But uh, i got to ask, now, how is Lucy, your daughter, mm -hmm. who's the older, the, your first child, yeah. how is she dealing with Wyatt? Like, how did, you know, yeah. was she there too? She was not there. Okay, thankfully. she was not. Okay. She was she was daycare, and uh, we we have a, a dog, a family dog, yeah. who was uh, sequestered in a, in another room so mm. as to not trip up the uh, paramedics. And, yeah, and, uh, 
get in the way. But uh, Lucy's doing well with why? Lucy's Lucy's been baby. doing a great job. Um, you know, she she's very stern with Wyatt when he sucks his thumb. She tells him not to do that. And, oh, uh, but she cool. shares toys. She shares toys. Yes, she shares her toys, yeah. and uh, she gives a lot of hugs. A lot of hugs and uh, and some tickling, some, tickling, some bouncing and rocking. Yeah. So, yeah, she's uh, she's two and a half, so she's got that toddler uh, rambunctious energy. Oh yeah, yeah. Tons of fun. Big Notre Dame football fan. Well, you know what? Wow. What else can you ask for? No. <laughs> Raising them well. Raising them yeah. well. Raising yeah. them well. So now, uh, well, we thank you for coming by because we know you got to get back to work. I do. You know, in this, this special edition of the podcast on the road here in Chicago. What, 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 he's got two kids to support now, so he's got he's, he's got to get back to work. Yeah. Maybe he needs a new pair of shoes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, thank you for, uh, great to see you guys. Yeah, thanks for that. Yeah. Great, the great pleasure. Time. Thanks for too. calling. Okay, well, our first guest, surprisingly, is not here in Chicago. He's actually tuning in all the way from Duke University down there in North Carolina. We have Patrick Sansone. Hello, everyone. It is great to be on. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, Patrick, it's great to hear your voice. Is it, is it warmer there than it is here? It's only like, uh, like 31 today. Yeah, it's about 50 down here, so it's not too bad, but I've gotten soft since moving from the Midwest, and this is still cold for me. I bet it is. <laughs> I bet it is. Now, Patrick, uh, someone was telling me you are going to be climbing Kilimanjaro. Yes, that, you are absolutely correct. So I will be climbing Kilimanjaro immediately after I graduate uh, at the very end of May. Okay, wait, wait. Ooh, that's pretty cool. How, wow. How'd you line that up? Yeah, so one of my former mentors, or current mentors, linked me up with this program, and it has huge significance for me. Basically, the organization I'm going through is called Radiating Hope, and their mission is to provide cancer care to underserved regions of the world globally, and they do this through these fundraising climbs. And so I thought, man, this is the perfect time right between when I graduate grad school and before I start a new job. I'm not going to get a win another window of time like this again. I just got just to gotta do it, you know? Well, let me ask. So wait, you're graduating. What are you graduating from? Graduate school? What were you studying? Yeah, so I am in my last semester getting my master's in medical physics. Okay, is that, what, wait, is, that what, is that what like Dr. McCoy did on the Enterprise? <laughs> medical physics? I mean, what, what is medical physics here? It, it, it might as well be. Yeah, <laughs> medical... It, it might as well be. Beam me up now? Is that what you... Yeah, beam me up, Scotty. Exactly. Beam me up. Um, medical physics is the branch of physics that is used in medicine. Literally, medical physics. So, for example, there's like two sides of this field. If any of you have ever broken a bone and you've gotten like an X-ray or a CT or an MRI... We are the people responsible for that radiation that those machines use. That's one side. Okay. The other side, the other side is basically if you unfortunately know anyone who's ever undergone cancer radiation therapy, we are responsible for the radiation that is produced by those machines, and we make sure it comes out of the machine the way we want, so that it goes into the patient and kills the tumor cells the way that we want it to. Oh, wow! Wow, that's incredible! Wow, cool! Boy, you got you got to be very precise and right on the money. Oh my gosh, absolutely! It is really hard to hit a tumor inside the body. <laughs> wow, I mean, I Wait, mean, 
Wow, that, that's incredible. So wait, are, are you, sorry if I missed this already, are you pursuing an MD or is this a mass, a different type of master's? What is, what's the degree? Yeah, yeah, so it's a master's degree, but I will be working in a hospital setting. So okay. just, yeah, yeah, so that's why I have to still do a residency. It's not as long as an MD residency, but it'd be about two years. So two year masters, two year residency, and then I will work in a hospital. And yeah, this this field's really niche. So a lot of people haven't heard about it. Just to kind of put it into perspective, there are about a million MD physicians in the United States, but there's only over a little over ten thousand practicing medical physicists in the United States because usually it's like one per hospital or two per hospital. Wow! Wow, that's a, a elite company. That is and. Yeah. And, Absolutely. And how is it? How is this connected to Kilimanjaro? Your climbing isn't there's a connection here. You were saying there's absolutely, there's absolutely connections. So I mean, I mean personally, I know people, and I've had you know friends, you know family of friends who have been affected by cancer. But part of what I'm trying to do is raise money for Tanzania specifically to purchase the very same treatment equipment, these radiation producing machines that I hope to use in my own career. Oh. And part of my long-term goal is to provide education and training to developing countries for how to use this equipment once I gain that clinical knowledge myself. Wow, wow. And so this group is gonna to go to Tanzania. And how long is it gonna take yes. you to climb? You know, are, are, are you doing some strenuous routine of preparing yourself to do this big hike, this big walkabout? Yes. So until about <laughs> this big walkabout, yeah, until about uh, like about a month ago, I had I was never really a runner. I never got into running. Uh, I, I pretty much stuck with the weights, but now I really need to get uh, my running legs under me. So I've been doing that a few times a week wow. to prepare. Yeah. So your question as far as how long it takes to get up. Our group is large and, like me, unex inexperienced at high altitudes. So it's going to take about five days to get up. Wow. Past experienced climbers can do it in two. Oh. Well, you know, why rush when you can oh. take your time? Yeah. You well, smell the roses yeah. and have a cup of tea or a glass of cheese. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe go on safari up there, you know, while you're up there. This would be yeah, wild animals. Are you scared of the wild animals? I, they're, luckily... The higher you get up, the fewer animals there are. Um, I'm not really worried about too much at 19,000 feet, but definitely <laughs> in the lowlands for sure, I, I will definitely be watching my back. Yeah. I, I, I will, I'm going to position myself in, in the middle of the group so that I'm not at the front or the back. Okay, well, I, I'm just going to tell you right now. I saw some YouTube shorts about hyenas. Stay away from the hyenas. They're okay. just brutal. Well, this is the problem is that they can, I will do my best to stay away from them, but they can hide pretty well, can't they? Uh, I assume, I think they all can, can't they? <laughs> oh my gosh. So so how many people are gonna go up this mountain with you? With with me, I think our group is about 15 to 20. Okay, 15, and hopefully there's a doctor with you. Yes, yes. Uh -huh. Okay, yes. good. All right. Yeah. Just in case. Yeah, yeah. Just in case. You never know. Yeah. In case you run into a hyena and need some medical attention. Oh my God. Right, right. Yes. You just kind of bandage me up and I can get on my way. Yeah. Chris, have you ever climbed a mountain? Oh, no, I, I, I don't think so. But I've, uh, um, I, I, I have hiked before. I mean, I remember yeah. about four years ago when um, 
yeah, I was in I, I was in Greenland with my mom and my dad and um, you know like some friends, some of my dad's coworkers. We uh, yeah we, we did some we, okay. we did some hiking right. through like <laughs> I don't know if they were I don't know if they were mountains. They they might have been more like hills. And it was a a relatively straightforward hike. But I think the next day, you know, my my dad and some you know my dad and the others did. Uh, um, you know, they did a really intense hike. Wow. And, and you know, thankfully, I, you know, I, my mom and I just went to the museum. <laughs> <laughs> Bobby, have you climbed a mountain? Uh, uh, I mean, I've done, I've done some hiking, too. I just recently climbed Pikes Peak, right, which is a decent... Oh, yeah. It uh, is a decent... A 14er. And that's yeah, yeah. Uh, from, from the start of the hike to the top. I mean, you, you gain 7,500 feet in, in one day. You know, and that's about twelve. I think it was about I forget. Was it's, it about twelve hours of hiking? I, I don't yeah. know. Whatever it was, yeah, it was I, good. Pikes Peak yeah. is gorgeous. I remember yeah. driving up to the top of the gift shop. But you know, you yeah, yeah, you just yeah, yeah, you just said the worst thing about it, Patrick, is that at the top of it is a gift store and a donut shop. Uh, you know, it's like you climb up yeah. there and you're half out of breath, literally, because it's you know you're above the tree line and the air is getting thin. And then there's just people, you know, snacking on donuts, like looking at you like, what's your problem? <laughs> oh, my <laughs> gosh. But, well, but, right, and but like, I, I'm not trying to take away from you, Bobby, because I did the th- same thing you did. I climbed Pikes Peak, too. But, you know, one, pi- one mountain I'd love to climb is Mount Fuji. Oh, I would love Mount it. Fuji. Yeah. yeah. My and parents did beautiful. Fuji when my dad was in the military. They loved it. Oh, wow. Well, you know what? Maybe I need to talk with them. I want to climb Mount Fuji. Wow. You know, yeah. usually I, I always go to Mount Fuji restaurant. Uh, for my Japanese food, but I want to climb Fuji. So I, anyway, well, when you get back, we're going to have to trade some stories here because I want to hear the ins Absolutely. and outs of climbing up a mountain. So that when I climb Fuji or I get helicoptered up there and dropped up there, you know, then I know what to look out for. I think can they do that? With the helicopter, though, yeah, because that elevation change might be—you might not be acclimatized to it. That could be dangerous. Yeah, you know, I, I'm getting older here. You know, I'm getting old. I'll admit. <laughs> well, Patrick, we wish you all the best. And good luck. We'll hear more about your trip through the blog so our yes. listeners can take a look at the blog coming up and hear and see all about what's going on with your trip to Kilimanjaro. Well, thank Wonderful. you, Patrick, for joining us. Thank you. Patrick, thank you. Thank for you so much for having me on. Patrick, thank you for your very rare service to, uh, to the medical industry. Guys, don't you like that, Patrick? Oh, fantastic. And, you know, what a fascinating field he's in. Yeah. yeah medical physics. Physi- yeah, med- medical physics. Yeah, physical yeah. physics. Yeah, yeah. I guess those machines have, you know, technicians that make them work, and he's the one who makes them give the radiation work. Yeah, and it's wow. cool that his vision of, you know, going going to the developing world and, and you know training, you know training others to do the same was a pretty pretty cool vision for a young man. Uh, and and he's also brave. I mean, I'm not sure if I would climb up Kilimanjaro. You know, after I saw all those YouTube shorts, I, I don't want to. There's too many wild a- animals in Africa. Yeah, but he you has know. that strategy of playing it in the middle of the pack so that he's not the one that gets okay. taken down. Yeah, he so that, made me, that made me question his character a little bit, but <laughs> otherwise, he seems like a great guy. Yes, I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure. Well, talk about another great guy. We have another great guest here with us. T- came all the way from Chicago, Patty Foss. Patty, welcome. Former AR, now working down here in Chicago. Great to be here. Well, thank you so much for showing up. Uh, yeah, well, I heard free cattails, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can be anywhere. So anyway, uh, I was going to say, today, isn't that a beautiful day? Today, yesterday was such a crummy day. Today's a great day, the sun's out, great day to do a podcast. Yeah, it's almost yeah. above freezing. 
Now, I don't know if you know this, but we saw, uh, well, uh, Bobby spotted Dennis Rodman at lunch. Oh, he and I look a lot alike, so maybe it caused a little bit of, <laughs> a little bit of confusion. But. Now, are celebrity sightings common in Chicago? Have, have you, do you spot celebrities here? You know, I'm out in the burbs. Bobby. Oh, you're out in the burbs? Yeah. Oh, okay. So, you know, the only celebrities are my dog, okay. uh, you know, my wife. But... Um, well, your wife, yeah, that's, that's yeah. a good spot. Yeah, you know, I think they're I think they're fairly common. But surely you come out to dinner city. and you don't, you know. Yeah, you never know who you're going to see. Dennis yeah. the Menace. <laughs> Lunch. It's pretty good. It's yeah. Are you from Chicago originally? Where are you from? from? I'm from great state of Virginia. Oh, Virginia. Oh, that's Virginia. right. Yeah. I'm just getting used to the, uh, you know, mid-spring 30 degree weather. Bobby, you know, U of A, UVA. Yep. Those are two different things, Father. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. UVA. UVA. Sorry. <laughs> Doesn't have a campus. That's right. What, what do they have? Well, they only have what? grounds. The grounds, yeah. Yeah, the grounds. Uh-huh. And you guys are pretty snobby about that, too. Well, you know, I just met your body, but thanks. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's true, you know. I used to go and interview NBA candidates um, at, at UVA, because Darden, that's it a good, good business school they have there. Yeah. And every time I'd make mention of the campus, they would quickly correct me and say, excuse me, the grounds. In interviews. In interviews. Yikes, yeah, that's not a good look. Well, you know, I need to, I need to see if they could. I really don't care, to be honest. You can call it campus if you want. Uh, I like to put them on their, you know, put them on their heels yeah. in the interview and see how they responded. So, wow. So, uh, tell us, you got, um, you got married yeah. not too long. Yeah. Right there, right there at the. Yeah, just off the grounds. Just off the grounds. Wow. Oh, you got yes. married in Charlottesville. Cool. I did. Charlottesville. Wow. Yeah. Wow. We we even got the old hag out, out there. Uh, yeah. Father Ralph, Father Ralph was there to receive the, the the marriage vows. That's beautiful. Yeah, yeah. That's great. And when, now, have you guys done a honeymoon since then? No honeymoon yet, but we are going to Jamaica in a couple of weeks, so we'll call that a honeymoon. Ooh, nice. Yeah, nice. So try to get away from the uh, Chicago weather for a little bit. <laughs> when was the wedding? August. August. Okay. So it's it's like seven. It's yeah. like six, seven months. You know, mm-hmm. honeymoon. Well, you know what? That just sounds like time for a little celebration. All right. Yeah. Um, Indeed. Um, I wow. say that. Uh, what was know, that sound? That was that was that was the sound of, of goodness. Move, Clico, to be exact. So you're going to be going to Jamaica. Yeah. Wow. Do you know? Do you need anyone to carry your bags? I speak the language, and I carry you're, bags. You you speak Jamaican? I yeah, I do. <laughs> Don't you, you, have, your... you have some Rasta roots. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, we do. We all do. I think you know. Um, but uh, I was going to say that uh, one thing I need is to, I'm glad the sun came out today because it, it mm. kind of got a little um, dark and dank up here. But uh, anyway, well, anyway, well, it's not every day that we get to have a podcast taping. Yes. Well, a little cheers here, everyone, you know. Cheers. Like, cheers, Clinky, King Clinky. Cheers. cheers. Um, so, so tell cheers. us, how has life been treating you, Patty? You're now in the, in the, in the work world. Uh, are you trying to clean up the mess of SVB <laughs> Bank? Oh, <laughs> I wish I was that important. Um, you know, it seems like the federal government has done that, done that for us. Uh, when in doubt, call the federal government. That's what they say. <laughs> yes, they, they ran airlines so well. Let's yeah. get them to do banks. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, the work world is, is uh, you know, it comes and it goes. Yeah. You know, day by day. You know, day by day. Clock. Yeah, yeah. You're just, you're just one day at a time looking exactly. for opportunities, yeah. keeping your head above water. 
Yeah, we're below water. We're just keeping my head somewhere. There are new live-action Little Mermaids coming out, so I mean. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah, wow. I saw a trailer the other day. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> below water. Well, I tell you, uh, we certainly miss you down instead. What do, what do you miss about, you know, Notre Dame? What do you miss about St. Yeah. Ed's, you know? Yeah, I think I miss the uh, physical and metaphorical red room. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's the physical aspect of the redness. You know, I'm, yes. I, it's not a lot of red rooms there out there anymore. No. You know, but then you you gotta have the community in there. Yeah. You know, well, that's why we brought the cry. metaphorical red room. Yeah, now you can make cry again. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, 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 yeah, miss that. Uh, can't, can't say I, you know I missed the lake effect. Yeah, don't miss that. <laughs> North Dining Hall, don't miss, don't miss the North Dining <laughs> oh, Hall. Um, yeah, just a community, you know. So I, I hear from the guys every now and again. Oh, good. They, good. They still send me a text. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah Asking for bail money, too, I'm sure. How, how'd you land <laughs> it? So, so you went UVA undergrad. Yeah. And then you came to Notre Dame for your MBA. Yeah. How'd you land at Notre Dame? Um, I, I think a variety of factors. I did it during COVID, uh, which is canceled now. So that's a, that's a celebratory. <laughs> Um, my wife is a Notre Dame law grad mm. uh, that had a, a, a some sort of effect. So she was already out there. And then St. Edwards, that was really, yeah, that was really the, the recruitment tactic. No, she was out there, yeah. Yeah, yeah. she was. No, you know, if I may be so bold as to sure, interject don't. here. You actually told a wonderful story about how you would come uh, as a UVA player, <laughs> yeah, a soccer player, sure. Um, and maybe you cried one of those times I too. I don't know. But you came out here and would play soccer, yeah. and you said, you told me one time that you said, I always want to come to Notre Dame. I want to, to be here. And you got yourself here through the the, the graduate school. Yeah. Um, and I was always, I was always, always, re I always remember that story. It was very yeah. moving. And we were just so lucky that you knew, I think, Pete, Pete McKeon. Yeah. And, and he says, hey, why don't you think about St. Ed's? And that's how it all happened. It is. And I remember you came over for an interview, and you didn't even know that we were, you were being interviewed because you said this isn't an interview. And it really wasn't. We just wanted to make sure that we could find a good playmate for Nate McKeon. <laughs> that's all we wanted. I mean, that's like, still him. Do you play well with Nate? Yeah, I mean, Nate like, that's all we needed, you know, folks. And we got that. And uh, we got a great asset of the hall. Now, you know, who was, who was the AR your senior year? Oh, senior year. Yeah, who was the uh, AR? I'm trying to think. Who was your because you graduated in 2018. 2018, yes. Okay, I'm try I can't remember. I don't remember years anymore. Mm. Um, see. But I, 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 I wonder if it was Frank. Frank oh, Spazio yeah. would have been around that time. Okay, Uncle Frank. And then I, I wonder if we had Pete at that time. Yeah, I don't think so. No? Was he, he would have been the next year. Yeah. Well, I don't know. We but had Frank. I think he lived in, you know, he lived in... You know, in that room next to oh, uh, Dylan Foy. Dylan Foy. Oh. It was Dylan Foy. Oh, oh Dylan Foy. It? Dylan Foy, who's yeah. also a lawyer here in Chicago. Darn it, we wow. should have called up Dill. You, uh, man, you could really lawyer up if you need to. Yeah, yeah. careful. Don't take me on. I'll see you in court. That's what we're gonna do. We're trying no. to take over Zom. Uh, we got legal oh, action going oh. on. I got a deed, <laughs> and we're gonna try to open this up. You know, we yeah. want that land back, folks. Skybridge. Sky. Skybridge. Oh, Sky. Skybridge. Yes. Now, uh, shifting gears here. Shifting gears here. Now, you are uh, a, a southerner. Yeah. A southerner through and yeah. through. Yeah. Um, I I've never heard you talk about eating at a Waffle House. Yeah. But I'm they sure they don't exist around here. They don't. You know, they kind of give out. I think yeah. around. Just somewhere. got Chick Fil A. Yeah, Chick Fil A. <laughs> um, what What is something different about living here in the Midwest than living in the South? 
Um, they talk funny down there. They do. They talk. Everyone's funny. family. <laughs> <laughs> yep. 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 There's some of that. Fewer Popeyes. <laughs> um, you know, more hot dogs. Uh, what's something different? Well, it's March. You know, whatever it is, mid March now, and and still, you know, 30 degrees outside. That's different. You know, but that's a negative. We got to focus on the positive. On the positive. There's a great train system here. Yeah. Chicago. We don't have that in really any southern city. So positive. Uh, you know, Midwestern people, they're pretty nice. They're not different kind of nice. Okay. You know, less so like, like Southern hospitality, like let's all, you know, hang in my house. More so like, you know, smile and wave. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, but it's a big city. Chicago's a big city. Big smoke. Big, big smoke. <laughs> big smoke. It's, yeah. a, it's a mid-sized city. Mid-sized. Says the New Yorker. <laughs> okay. You know, you, know, yeah. you know, this is a good point though, actually, because I'm not here to defend Chicago. I really don't care. Um, <laughs> But Chicago has the number three GDP in the United States. Wow. Whoa. Yeah. I did yeah. not know that. Yeah. New York, Chicago. New York, LA, yeah. Chicago. Wow. That's an East Coast elitism. Yeah. And fewer oh, rats. Oh, my God. You know, so, but if you use, if you use a, a rat-adjusted rate, you know, Chicago, <laughs> Chicago actually, the highest GDP because, you know, New York and LA, they got to pay for the rats. Yeah, that's right. Those rats are working double time. Okay, Bobby, I know that you probably have something you want, you're dying to say about New York. Here. Ah. No, no, I can no. Just New, New York. You can That's just, the beauty of New York. It speaks for itself. Oh, yeah. Oh. I, was there for, I, was there for, I was there for two months this summer. I yeah. could not wait to leave. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Chris, do you, do you have any pets? Uh, no, no, I don't. But I'm a big fan of dogs. Yeah, I'm a big fan yeah. of dogs. You know, I'm, I'm a dog. I'm a big fan of dogs, dog. Yeah. Well, you can um, rent mine if you want. Okay, you know what? Hey, you know what? We're, we're, the funny you thing is, that. Airbnb for dogs. We, you know what? We got a dog coming to Steads. You'll hear more about it oh, later. Oh wow! There's a dog coming. Like on a full time basis? Not on a full time basis, oh, folks. Yeah. I can't let the cat out of the bag oh, just okay. yet. <laughs> Mix. I like that little mixing metaphor. Yeah, but anyway, um, yeah. Stay tuned. We got a dog coming to St. Ed's. All right, dog. Uh, more to come. Is it a golden doodle? Uh, you know, you know what? If we could create a dog, I want to talk. See, folks, I guess I'm going to tell you a little story. I was thinking we could create a dog. Oh, Father, 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 let's be careful. God creates dogs. Well, yeah, let God, yeah, God will create the dog. We want to breed a dog, and I want to call it a domer doodle. Okay? Whoa. Okay, and I want to create, you know, a thing called Puppy Mill Pound. And with the pound, it would be like an interlocking ND. PMP, Puppy Mill Pound. Yeah. And we'll, yeah. we'll create Domer Doodles. And I don't know, I got to get a dog oh who's in, I guess, dog husbandry or something and figure out, like, how do we pair dogs and how do we create this new breed? Well, you can look anything up on YouTube. That's right. You know, you can get, yeah, yeah. cut the middleman out. Go right to YouTube. Yeah. Now, do we have any studsmen that are, I mean, so my dad's a veterinarian. Do we have any studsmen, or my sister is as well, but do we have any studsmen who are veterinarians? Uh, no, but I do know of one guy who's a doctor, a human doctor. And his wife is a veterinarian. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Close enough. Oh. Yeah. And also, too, um, I know of a statesman whose sister is a doc, uh, a veterinarian, in the is city. That me? In the city. Oh, in, the city. in New York. <laughs> yeah. That, uh, I should say New York, that city. Um, well, the city. Well, whatever city you want. <laughs> uh, um, it's like the Ohio University. Okay. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, Patty, let me ask. Um, what advice? We just got done hiring a new AR, um, oh, and we're nice. going to have him on the show here soon. Great. Uh, what advice would you have for someone who is following in your wake our new AR? 
I don't know that I should be giving advice. <laughs> <laughs> well, first advice I'd give, just say you didn't do it. <laughs> and, uh, I would say, just don't say no. You know, like, whatever it is, just don't say no. Just say yes. Try to do, try to go to it. Try to do it. Try to be a part of it. You know, because it does go fast. Yeah. Um, so, you know, just don't say no. That was that was the drug campaign. For yeah, me. you're sure telling us to do the opposite. Don't dare. No, yeah, yeah, don't dare. No, no uh, name's a good drug. Dare yeah, to say no. Uh, <laughs> not no. <laughs> you know, it goes fast, though. It goes fast. Oh, my gosh. Well, Patty, it's always good to talk with you. Thank you so much for coming in. We can keep talking here, but you know we have to move on. There's other people coming in. So if you don't mind, we're going to ask you to sit on the couch and make space for our next guest coming on the way. All right. Thanks, Patty. Guys, don't you like that, Patty Foss? Great guy. Oh, great guy. We, I guess we should say that because he's sitting over there on the couch. Yeah, 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 he's yeah, just yeah. walking down yeah. the couch. Yeah. Yeah. So, don't lie to me. We, we, no, we love you. We love you. Uh, you know, I, I knew Southerners were always nice, but I didn't know they were also talkers. But uh, we have another talker here. We got Brandon Ryan from the class of 2018. Welcome, Brandon. Yes. Hello, and another Southerner, actually. Yeah. Oh, yes. people forget. That but, is uh, true. But yeah, originally from Texas. So, so is that the South? Wow. Mm, that is a good point. I guess it depends the lens that you're looking into. Where are you from? Virginia. Virginia. Oh. Okay. Different so I feel like that's another sort of edge of the South, yeah. but, but I think they both probably vaguely fall yeah vaguely snuck in there okay well i'm not gonna i'm not gonna wade in on this one this nebraska, <laughs> this nebraskan is gonna wait in that one is, 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 yeah. Yeah, exactly yeah. i'm um, a midwesterner too so i'm not gonna wade in no we're not gonna <laughs> we're gonna stay out yeah we're gonna stay out of that water and that mess yeah, yeah. Um, i'm just gonna stay above it you'll get you said but yeah you can stay above it yeah <laughs> uh, um let me ask uh you know today we're here in the big smoke and you just never know what is going to happen you know uh yesterday all of a sudden uh, when Bobby, you know, we all of a sudden the snowstorm blew in and it blew out. Yeah. You know, the sun over is out spring today. Spring break. Spring break. Now, now, yeah, over spring break. Yes, uh, Chris. Um, now we ran into none other than than, than Bobby. We, we ran into yeah. At lunch, we ran into Dennis Rodman today. Well, that happened today. Today. No. Wow. Okay. Today. Oh my God. And I was going to say, let's sit at the bar. And thank God we didn't because I didn't want to be. Around that guy. Sure. <laughs> no. Oh, oh God. God. I mean, no. We could it, have evangelized. No. It would have been a bunch of people like you. Can we take photos? And then we would have to be taking the photos because he doesn't do selfies. Well, so we'd yeah, have to be why, doing why the photos. Why doesn't he do selfies? I don't know. I, I it's talk not, to his publicist. It's, it's not a flattering image. Yeah. Well, but we want to ask you, Brandon. You know, you live here in the big smoke. Have you run into anyone famous? I don't think I really have. I was just telling telling uh, Patty over here in about the course of a month I ran on to I ran into two different Bravo stars like Bravo TV reality stars um, who Whoa. I don't really follow too much but I think it was two bachelors in a row I ran into in West Loop oh. um, and I made awkward eye contact as I was like I think I know you from yeah. somewhere, <laughs> uh, but I don't know quite what. And there was a bit of a stare down, <laughs> and then uh, and then we went on our way. And that was pretty much it. So yeah, uh, but there yeah. Were, there were no women with them. Uh, one of them successfully was a bachelor and had his uh, bachelorette or now wife, I guess. Wow. And the other one was with many women, uh, so wow. he was less successful. <laughs> so he still had bachelor. he still had yeah. his roads. Yes, <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly. So it was. Definitely two different uh, end results of that show. Now, uh, now tell me, uh, since you, you've, you've been living here in Chicago, 
Where else have you lived? You've, I know you've kind of moved around a bit. Yeah. Um, so yeah, my first year in outside of college, I moved around um, with the company a little bit. Went basically back and forth between New York and St. Louis. Uh, so, wow. Yeah, St. actually, Louis. just r- randomly uh, kept going back and forth between those two, uh, well, cities and states, I guess. Um, yeah, and then finally landed in St. Louis for three years before moving here in 2021 yeah. um, officially. So, yeah, just been hanging what's, out what's in the Midwest. What's the company? I work for Anheuser-Busch. Um, oh, wonderful. Oh, yeah, wow. So of, wow. Yes. of acclaim. Uh, we got to have you back. Yes. yes. Yeah. Well, why'd, you, you why'd you show up empty-handed? <laughs> that is a fair <laughs> point. Well, you know, Father Ralph this, isn't, isn't quite uh, a uh, beer man himself. Well, I could be one today. Yeah. It got yeah. warm. I mean, that the sun coming through those windows, it was cooking yeah, up here. I'll tell you what. Oh, we had to break podcast, out some champagne. down and get something oh, real no. quick. Now, let me ask. You work for Anheuser-Busch. Now, i got to ask. When you were in St. Louis, did you see the Clydesdales? Of the course. The big horses. The, uh, the Clydesdale stable is the only original part of the Bush estate that remains on the headquarter campus. So the original stables are there and they bring the Clydesdales back for tours every single day. Wow. Yeah. So you can just go down and see them now, all the time. Now you're among friends. I'm going to ask this question. But like when you went to meetings at work, you know, do they open up like here, have a Bud Light? You know, Not every meeting. Like it was around the table conference, you know, like uh-huh. have a little Bud Light. No, but I, I will say it actually has a very, I would say like uh, healthy comfort level with alcohol at work. So it's oh. it's what we do. It's what people sort of ally themselves with, even if they don't particularly drink our products or drink at all. I certainly know a handful of people at work who do not drink. Um, but in St. Louis in particular, like it is a cultural icon. Yeah. It's the the brand and, and the company of the town. So people are very proud to work for it. But now that I work at the Goose Island Brewery, it's it's maybe less that and more that people are uh, disciples of like craft brewing. Like people love the art of brewing. Um, and certainly being able to go to the tap room and have your last meeting of the day or have you know, meet with your coworkers afterward over a beer is a cool uh, benefit um, that people do take part in, but definitely not flowing all day. I got it. Uh, what's, what's, what's your job, Fran Bush? I do sales operations sales for, for the craft and imports division. So I specifically work with our uh, craft breweries like Goose Island in Chicago, um, as well as most notably Stella Artois and Kona Big Wave. Um, for larger imports brands. Do you guys so, still get the benefit of like $50 a month or something? That is exactly can, what it is. Yeah. That is, that is exactly what my benefit is. It's yeah, $50 so, a month. So explain for, for our listeners. Wow. Yeah, exactly. So um, it's actually part of my paycheck, like taxed as part of my, oh my benefits to either take home or expense $50 of beer a month of our own product or if you live at a location like St. Louis, where we brew Bush Light and Budweiser and Bud Light and Mick Ultra, you can take some of that home. Or at Goose Island, you can actually go and take home our small batch innovations, um, up to four cases of it, and it's all expensed as part of our salary, yeah. essentially. See, now I know this because we had a friend 
uh, it was one of Frank Solar's high school classmates. Okay, um, former um, former president of St. Ed's. Former Frank president Solar. of St. Ed's. Um, but anyway, he, he lived in New York at the same time we did. Yeah. And no matter where we were in the city, he could always pop into a little convenience store and buy, buy us some Bud Light because he had $50 a month. That, he, that was part of well, you know, but part I think of it is compact. But with New York yeah. prices, that doesn't go that far. I, I was going to say it is. <laughs> there is definitely like a game about it, depending on where you live. Like, yeah. what is the best way to do it? New York does not have the best setup no, there, but, but but in a pinch, oh, it's in yeah, a pinch. It is definitely yeah, good. Now I'm going to ask. I'm going to go there, guys. I'm going to go there. Where is Anheuser Busch looking for a sponsorship of a podcast? Because we'd yeah. love to be sponsored. Uh, uh, I'm, uh, I'm throwing it out there. Last time I checked, we did increase our podcast sponsorship budget pretty significantly wow. this year. Wow. So we're throwing ourselves out there. I mean, like, look, if I need to show a little leg, I'm not too proud. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Now, here's something, here's something very interesting. Um, you were also very uh, focused on less alcoholic, non-alcoholic drinks for the market given that younger people are drinking less. And I remember you gave me a recipe for a thing called tapache, which is oh, yeah. a, a, a Mexican alcoholic drink, very low. And my mom was very excited, my mom from mm-hmm. you know Mexican heritage, very excited. So we came home, uh, COVID year of 2021, or 2020, and it was Christmas time, we got a pineapple we got some sticks of, of cinnamon, yep. put some sugar in there, filled it with water, put it in a big glass carboy for a couple of days. And the sugar and the yeast on the pineapple skin interacted and created fermentation. And we had this really neat cinnamon pineapple uh, alcoholic drink that was so low alcoholic, you, you, you couldn't yeah. even taste it. All right, feel it. And it was so good. It was so easy. I was drinking hooch. And my mom liked it even more because it was Mexican. <laughs> yeah. No, tapache. Also, th- thank you for remembering that. I forgot that we have shared tapache together. We have when shared you were, tapache. When, when you were in Chicago a couple of years ago, we actually found a place that served tapache, like, randomly. Um, yeah, did that. But, yes, I... Tapache pals. Yes, agreed. <laughs> um, yeah, so I homebrewed tapache for a couple of years and worked on a project um, piloting a tapache like seltzer, I guess you could say. Um, but yeah, tapache, it's almost like a pineapple spiced kombucha. But Ooh, there's a lot, wow. of, a lot of good drinks in the uh, like lightly fermented um, category that like technically are alcoholic, but you know, they're less than 1% naturally. You really have to like try hard to bump it up even like 3%. Um, and I've done it, and it's difficult, and you really have to really make, want to make the it. boys work to get that much alcohol out of you. <laughs> yeah. You just, yeah, don't yeah. do it. Don't, say, don't do it. Yeah. Just say no. Yeah. Anyone just say, 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 say no. Just say no. Just say no. So anyway, well, you know, now it makes me want to, you know, in this podcast... And get out there and try to yeah, find some, go find some tapache. We'll find some tapache. Oh, I, think wow. we got, we I, have, I have all the equipment and materials at home. So well, maybe next whoa. episode, if we come back in a, in a week or something. Yeah. Well, uh, let me tell you, I'll bring the pineapples. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, got, I got a connection with pineapple, the Pineapple Express. You know, that sounds a lot of fun. So, so anyway, well, 
Brandon, thank you so much for coming in. We gotta, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta move on here. There's some more people coming in the way, but please move on the couch, move on down. We don't have any pache, but we'll find you something. Oh, but absolutely. thank you so very much for coming. Thank you for sharing all your little insights about uh, the drink world. Yeah, absolutely. Sorry, I didn't bring anything myself. It was a long walk over. Well, you next know what? time. Next oh, time. Yeah, next time. Next time. Thank you, Brandon. Gosh, Bobby, don't you like that? That Brandon Ryan. Great guy. I just I'm still a little upset he didn't bring any beer with Well, him. I would like him more if he brought you know? a little libation. And we know he has fifty dollars free beer. Every I know. Month. I you guess know? you know so what? No I guess it all on our next guest. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah, I guess we didn't make it. Didn't the cut. No, <laughs> but that's okay, don't worry, Bobby. You know what? I'll have a good cry about it tonight and I'll get over it. Father Ralph, we came to serve and not be served. That's so true. Maybe point. you did, but <laughs> okay, no one does. <laughs> Okay, folks, we got to keep moving on. And you know what? The other guy who's just walked in the room is none other than Alex Shellhorn. Alex, welcome Hello, thank to you. the Red Room Thanks on the road. Me. Yes, it's so good to see you. Great to see you. Happy to have you in Chicago. Oh, I'm happy to be here. You know what? The funny thing is, like, you haven't aged a day. What are your guys' secrets? What are you doing? Are you sleeping like in some hyperbaric chamber? Can, can I posit a guess? What's it with Chicago? I mean, these guys are getting off at work at 4.30, 5, now 6 o'clock. You, oh, New York, I, would, I wouldn't be any... Okay, no, Pharaoh. Okay, Pharaoh. <laughs> slow down. New York standards. Whatever. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. You might not have gotten beer, but you got me. Instead, <laughs> which, which I think... Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, how do you stay young? Yeah, how do you stay I think young? I just started looking young. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and he never looked true. back. Yeah, and he never looked back. you say Benjamin Button. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, you you don't work too far from here. No, a couple blocks up on Michigan Ave. So. Well, that's fantastic. Well, thanks for stopping by here. We're here on the twenty third floor. We had to put the blinds down. You see a great view of the city, but the we sun is. It's hotter than Hades in here. Okay, we'll get the he'll operate them and, and probably break them. Yeah. But uh, now, uh, I think there's an interesting story. Uh, you know Bobby, our co-host. From a long ways back. Yeah. yeah. At the ND Career Fair circa 2015, maybe? 2016, around wow. there? Yeah. Yeah. Just went up to talk to him at the EY. Yeah. He's... Wow! Because he didn't help out Steads there. You're one in four chicks. Bobby, <laughs> the one thing you had to do was to help out Steads, and you didn't hire him. What, what do you mean? I did. I ended up at KPMG. Oh, wait, he said he lied. Oh, my God. Classic mix-up. Yeah. <laughs> but it was memorable enough that he remembered it, you know? Oh, sure. Yeah. You know? Um, geez, so that was your freshman year, you said? It might have been sophomore, give or take. So can't remember. It was one of those, I think, spring career fairs where it was for internships or... Gotcha, uh, yeah. No, so I used to... I started working at KPMG in 2014, and I would always come back... At least one, well, often like twice a year for recruiting events, so it makes sense. Yeah. No, that's great. I think. We have a standing policy. We got to, you know, we got to get Stead's guys hired. Operation Stead's hired. So thank you, Bobby, for helping out. It helps for Notre Dame Day. It helps for Notre Dame Day. You know, it's always, you know, what's good for the goose is good for the gander. Yeah. So anyway, so. Now, you, if I remember correctly, you're getting married here coming up. Coming Tell up. Tell us about that. Seven months from today. Tell, whoa, my gosh, who's counting? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> tell us about that. Tell us about, tell about, tell about the young lady who was marrying into the Steads family. Very much like marrying into the Kennedys. Yeah. 
you know? Yeah. Married in better outcomes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, yeah. Patty. <laughs> yeah, getting married in October to a BP, Breen Phillips Hall girl, and Carrie McAuliffe. So she went to three three yacht dances. Wow. So, wow. Yeah. That's interesting. I wonder if there's, I mean, I'm sure there's got to be. You know, it's probably a rare club that's made it to all four yacht dances. Mm. Yeah, the, right? I think the yacht dance is next level. It is. That's really where you start to level. figure out, you know. But all but three yacht dances. Three. That's that's yeah. That's that's significant. Yeah. Was, so you met her sophomore year then. Or sophomore what? year at the Teachers and Creatures SYR in the uh, whatever the room above South Dining Hall is. That's oh, where oh, it was. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh. The, the oak room. room. The oak room. Yeah, that's where we met. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. And that was the St. Ed's dancer? Yeah, St. Ed's dancer. Oh, so you're getting married in the Oak Room then? <laughs> no, getting oh, married in oh. Maryland. Would be, would be fitting, but, but no. Back in, uh, she's from Maryland outside D.C. Oh, cool. So what part? That's where we're, uh, Rockville. Or Rockville. she's from Silver Spring. We're getting nice. married in Rockville. Nice. And we've been having a bit of a, a, a debate here about the differences between Chicago and New York. Yeah. I, where, where in New York are you from? Long Island. Mm, nice. So is that I, Long Island? Is that New York? Bob? Bobby's from New York. Not, He's from I'm North Jersey. I'm from Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> we'll say go, go, go Daly. Yeah, go Daly. All right. So uh, tell us. You know what are what are some of the the pluses and minuses of the two here? Everyone I know from the East Coast says Chicago is bigger, cleaner, and cheaper. And everyone from the Midwest says Chicago is cramped, expensive, and dirty. But I love it. It's, so it's I think awesome. it's beautiful and big and. You know, cheap, nice. So it's all a matter of perspective. Perspective, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I would, uh, I would agree. Uh, sort of on the other side of this, you know, to throw the other big metropolis um, of the U.S. in here, uh, St. Louis. Um, it is, it is very expensive and cramped when you compare it uh, to, to other circumstances. So. Oh wait, wait, no, wait, wait. You you threw in St. Louis, but I thought you were going to throw in Dallas. You're from the Dallas yeah. area. That that is true. On a on a more serious note, I actually am from Dallas. Yeah. Um, definitely different. Definitely the actually a more extreme uh, difference between the the other two. So okay, interesting one. Well, what do you miss about New York? The rats. Rats. Black and white cookies. <laughs> I do love black and white cookies. I do too. Pizza, bagels. Just being a lot closer to everything. Hmm. Uh, yeah. yeah. Being in the center of the universe. Yeah. <laughs> Boy, Bobby. Wow. wow. It's not ethnocentric, but it's true. Um. Well, we all know <laughs> the center. <laughs> you missed me. I'm not joking. This is true. Outside Youngstown, Ohio, they have a sign that says, the center of the universe, one mile. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, we found it. <laughs> I, I wish I had taken a picture. When I saw it, of course, I have not been back to Youngstown since that time, but I would love to take that picture, the center of the universe. There's nothing. <laughs> oh my gosh, look who walked right in. It's Tim Sherman. Tim Sherman, everyone. Come on down, Tim. Come on, take a seat here. Welcome. Thanks so much for coming. Thanks for having me. Oh my gosh, look at this. Uh, so now you're here in Chicago. How long have you been here in Chicago? About two and a half years. I moved in the middle of pandemic. Oh, so, yeah. how was that? It was fine. I uh, I ended up moving in with a couple other uh, Notre Dame kids, so I had some. Oh, not these guys! Not these. Not these guys. guys. Yeah. Um, we wouldn't take them. Some <laughs> other, some other Notre Dame friends. So it was nice to have some built-in friends when we weren't allowed to see anybody else. I had some some respite from my lonely working days from home. Um, mm. Mm. Was yeah. it was it really locked down? Locked down here in Chicago. I mean, the bars and stuff were yeah. kind of locked down. Yeah, like I think. 
we still saw each other like a little bit, but I ran away to Missouri. Yeah, in <laughs> St. Louis. You went down the river. Down the river. Down the yes. river. Yes, yeah. exactly. I went to the center of the universe in Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> There for a little bit. Well, you're from well, you're from America's Playground. Correct. You're from Toledo, if I remember. That's correct. Sylvania. Sylvania. Yeah, America's Playground, Northwest wow. Ohio. <laughs> Folks, when you want to go play, go to Toledo. <laughs> we got all the minor league sports you can imagine. Yeah. So now, let me ask you, what are you up to these days? Uh, Just working. Working away. Working away. Um, Seems like this whole year is just full of weddings and other fun stuff like that. So I've got a bunch of trips okay, coming up okay, for that. Okay, let me ask about that. How many toasters can you buy? I don't know. I kind of laugh when I just look at people's wedding registries. And I'm like, I think they appreciate cash more than some <laughs> napkin holder or something like that that I, that I can get them. Mm-hmm. So. Well, what's the weirdest thing? What's the weirdest thing you've seen on a wedding registry? So I'm going to start with, I'm gonna start with, with you. I did see one of my coworkers their wedding registry they had like forty dollars like a little like ring for your napkin to like slide into it was like a set of four and they were like forty dollars each. Forty dollars a piece. They were like needs four. I was like, you don't need four of that. (laughs) You need zero of that. God, (laughs) hold it up. Patty, what's the weirdest thing? I I I just today I go to a wedding this weekend. Yeah. I bought a water pick. It's a like water a, a water it's like a power washer yeah. for your mouth. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I saw it on the registry. I said, "Now I'm getting that for sure." Yeah, it seems so, more utilitarian. You know what's scary? I was, I was really curious by it. Did they need water? Did they need two? Are they going to share this yeah, you know, power washer for your mouth? I don't know. I only bought one. Maybe that is the magic one already. Yeah, I don't know. I'm curious. Uh, I'll say my favorite one was uh, someone very close to me wanted an entire corn serving set. Um, with the, <laughs> the little corn pokers. Oh, the corn holders, uh, yeah. Corn holders and the dishes to match, and the whole set adding up to one, like, it to serve eight um, people, like, eight settings. So it was, like, a $200 gift. We ended up having to pivot because we weren't initially, like, budgeting for as much as the corn set would cost. Um, it was someone very close to me. who. So it was, like, kind of a weird thing to be like, oh. Well, if you're listening, he loves you still. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But only four. He seconds. loves you so much. He <laughs> yeah. didn't buy the yes. corn. Yes. Yeah. Four seconds. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I, uh, it's a great question. I, I mean, nothing. Yeah, it's popping. I mean, it's all pretty. It can all be pretty bizarre. I mean, I think with things like the corn serving set, yes, yeah, it's, it's someone just mindlessly looking at the Bed Bath and Beyond website and thinking, oh, I'd, that'd be nice to have. But you're never going to use we it. We may serve corn. You're never well, going to use mid, it. Well, in the Midwest, of the Great Plains, we do serve corn, Bobby. Well, that's Are, true. I, I love that East Coast. You know, elitism again <laughs> rears its head. Yeah. Sorry, folks. Even so, I'd say the water pick is probably going to be yeah. more used. I'll, I'll even yeah, give that. Really used after the corn. <laughs> I mean, I have, oh, water 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 water. I have a water pick. You know, yeah. it's nice. I'd end up sitting this one out if someone who's planting red <laughs> Well, she's the one that wanted the corn. Yeah. 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 Actually, yeah. No, no, don't worry. I'll buy you the water pick. Yeah. Send it over. No, no. What's what's uh. What's common courtesy these days? Are you Venmoing? Straight cash on You go straight cash. It's the only time cash. I use cash. Yeah. But it was I'll hit the ATM right before the reception. Well, you drop it in the basket. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, so we were just talking about a wedding I was at this fall where uh, one of the people working, I hate to say this, but one of the people working at the venue stole my sunglasses. Wow. And you never know with all those envelopes floating around. You they know, probably do. It's easy for those to go missing. Yeah. So. Straight cash is a. All right, I'm yeah. gonna write checks now. Yeah. Well, so I mean, most I mean, I would always write checks, but 
recently, I've had a couple friends who have asked for Venmos, so they don't even have to worry about the checks. Which is, yeah, it feels a little bit... That feels a little too transactional. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. A little too transactional, but... That's I think my, a, a am I buying practice. a ticket for the wedding? Like, yeah. yeah. You are. <laughs> I think a, a best practice that I've seen is people who uh, sort of turn their honeymoon into a narrative. And it's mm-hmm. like, you can pay for the flight or you can yeah. pay for yeah, our spa day or something. And then it feels more interactive, mm-hmm. not as transactional yep. um, of a way to... Know, help out that way instead of corn. Right. Even though it's so still it's cash. It's right. Like just I bought like my girlfriend and I bought her friends like their hang gliding trip or something like that. It's like we know yeah. we bought them. Like, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. That's. I, I saw that and I was. Wow. It's. It, you know what? I guess I I'm a, a child of the '80s, and this is just a little too much. <laughs> you get a gift and we, you get a traditional thing and. And now it's experiences and this and that. And I don't. Did we? I don't. Did you? Did we give you experiences, no, Patty? No, no. Did you ask for experiences? No. I think you already came with. All I got was some silverware. <laughs> <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, we actually uh, didn't think it was possible, but we have even more people who are coming into the podcast. Um, none other than Johnny Q and Walker Utley. Welcome. 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 Guys, don't worry. Don't worry. You're, you're all among friends. Don't worry. So Hello, we can all we can all sit on the couch together. And we can all talk. Don't worry. You can talk. Guys, uh, thanks for coming in. Now, uh, Q, you just flew in here, didn't you? I did. And you can probably see from my nose, I'm, I got a little bit of sunburn. It was in Breckenridge. Oh, wow. Wow. Okay. I guess, I don't know if you're looking for some sympathy there, but you're not getting it. <laughs> you are. Uh, wow. Lucky you. Uh, flying these days just isn't fun. I always try to avoid O'Hare, don't you? I, I have to go through O'Hare, unfortunately, but I'd avoid it if I could. And uh, the worst part about O'Hare is it doesn't, it's not a Delta hub. And That's Delta right, it's not a Delta hub. Yeah. Yeah. So. I want a sponsorship with uh, Anheuser-Busch, but also, not only Anheuser-Busch, Delta. but also Delta. Yeah. yeah. Delta is the best. I, I say between United and American, I'm loyal to United, though. So I think that's the best option if you're. In so Chicago. are you loyal to, to, to United or are you stay between two? Because that was, uh, I, was torn like, I think torn between two airlines. Delta is the best, but I never fly Delta because there's not many options out of Chicago. So oh, I'm man. reluctantly loyal to United. So so remind me these days, you, you base yourself out of Chicago? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Based out of here, and then uh, I was actually I was in Edmonton the previous week, uh, miserably cold. But I kind of <laughs> have some clients all over the U.S. So that's Canada. To that's Canada. That's <laughs> <laughs> Canada. Thank, thank you. Thank you. You know, our clients don't appreciate when I forget that. Too. <laughs> so anyway, so how long are you in town here for, Q? Uh, I'll be I'll be in town for a couple weeks now. Hopefully, I'm. I don't have to do any travel. No more so travel. No more travel. So okay. enjoy no the beautiful more spring weather in no more Chicago. Now let me ask: as someone who's traveling a lot, what are some of the difficulties in trying to travel these days? I mean, there's like inconveniences, like you know, you got to get this real ID, and then you got people trying to go in the TSA pre-check line, and they're not pre-checked. They make a stink, and they got to get them out of the way, and everyone's got to move. And well, you there's, got, there's there's a way around, you know, any kind of any kind of line, you know, you just gotta, if you don't like the pre-check line, you just gotta pay, pay more and they get the clear. But you lose, yeah. you lose money trying to jump through all the lines. So. Wow. 
Actually, um, a little a little money up front goes a long way. Exactly. Yes. As a well, a well a well placed investment. Yeah. I got you. I got you. Yeah. If you're looking to go south, South Bend added some direct flights to Orlando here and there. Sometimes it's not oh, every day, gosh. but there are occasionally direct flights to Orlando. I don't need to go to Orlando. <laughs> talk about it. <laughs> talk about an airport I hate. But you could. I could. Okay. What, what's what's wrong with the Orlando airport? Kids. Yeah. What, what's wrong with the airport, Bobby? Oh, I hate the layout. I hate the little tube trains you yeah, got to take. Tube trains are tough. Is the families? Are, I mean, I love families, but it's just yeah. It's, oh no, it's not that no, no, let's unpack that now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, something no. here. Did you have an experience down there? No, I've just flown in and out of there a lot. Yeah. Oh, I see. Yeah. Oh. It's not my favorite. Yeah, the last time I flew out of Orlando, I made it from the Uber onto the plane in 20 minutes without pre-check, and it was packed because we got stuck oh. on. The Pirates of the Caribbean ride in Disney World for an hour and a half. We're sitting on like the boat. What happened? It broke, and we're like in the middle, pirates in the in the river, just like looking at these skeletons right next to us. Oh my gosh! And then yeah, we we like we were on there for a good two hours before we had to walk off of the. Like oh through a tunnel God. and everything. Oh my the God. one did, ride I got to go on. Did they offer you anything in compensation? Yeah, they said, come back tomorrow, you get free rides all day. <laughs> Sorry, I can't do that. Oh, so it can break down again and I can go through this traumatic experience again. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that's amazing. I've never been on a ride that broke down. No? I never go on rides. Because I'm always afraid of whiplash. I do want to ask you, Walker. Mm -hmm. Did you go to the turning of the River Green? I did. I popped in there. I, didn't, yeah. I don't need to see the whole process, but I, I went. Okay, now how did they do it? Did they just like dump like a barrel of green food color over a... They have boats that go up and down and they just attach hoses on the back and spray it spray out. Spray fertilizer in there or whatever it is, yeah. Local, local factories <laughs> just hook right up to the, the green. They just dump it whatever waste they have you know, right into the river. Right into the river. Yeah. They're just charging. enacted that one. So, so now... If you got sprayed with that green, would you be dyed green? Would you get? <laughs> that, that's a good question. I don't want to find it out either. Oh, it's surprisingly, it's orange. It's orange. It's a, it's a powder that's what? orange. That's when disgusting. When it reacts with the water, it turns green. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So, so uh, it's a dry powder. So some of the boats dump it off the back just as powder. Some of the boats have hoses, and so they're swirling the water around and then spraying out like green water into the water. Ooh, this makes sense. And then after they after they dump in all the like the dye, then more boats come around and just do like 360 turns and just churn the water around. And yeah, <laughs> I was there for two years This in a row. is great because at the start of the show we were talking about the dyeing of the river green and I looked up how much dye it takes. Yes. And it offered a weight measurement. It offered 100 pounds. And I said, I don't understand why it's not a volume measurement, but this is why. It's dry it's powder. powder. Yeah. And I feel like it's got to be more than that. 100 pounds feels incredibly efficient to yeah. die yeah. an entire river. Well, well let's, get, yeah. let's get into volume, and then we'll really, really understand. <laughs> okay. Yeah. But I'm just, for our listeners, I, yeah, it's okay. kind of interesting. It, no, it, it rounds out the picture. It does. It, it brings us right back to where we were at the very beginning. Yeah. So the Grand Inclusio. Grand Inclusio. Yeah, indeed. Now, now, Tim, were you there? I was. He was there. There. Wow, and who is there? Anyone like like sets it off, like sets it in motion, like there's some like, you know, last of the not Saint, sure. I was St. Patrick's Brigade, and you know, and then off it goes. They do have some. Uh, I think they have like 
parade queens for like the St. Patrick's Day parade and like a, a court, so they're on some of the boats. Um, but who actually the does it? The queens and then um, the their court. So oh. the losers. Okay, princesses. Other winners. <laughs> other winners. <laughs> other types of winners. There's only one tr. So. And there's only one tr. Uh, and then it's actually the local plumbers union who does the uh, dying. Well, I'm glad that we got to the bottom of this because that river is still green. Bobby and Chris, it's that time of the show again. It's that time we have to thank all of our guests. Oh, geez, let's help me remember everyone. We got we got Patty, we got Brandon, we had Pat Doyle, we had Alex, we got Tim Sherman, Tim Sherman, yes. Tim. We got I, I don't know. Oh, and, and, and Father off, we should thank yes. our co-hosts. Oh, you know, thank Chris you so Scott much. And, and our you know our hosts here in you know yeah. here in Chicago. So thank yes. you very much oh. for having us and thank you for co-hosting with us. Chris, I love oh, being your guest. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're so generous. Thank you so much. This is one of these great opportunities, folks, where we get to take the podcast on the road. You know, not everyone can always come down to Notre Dame, but you know what? Bobby and I can get on the road in a car yeah. and take the podcast to them. And now we've heard interesting stories about them, um, and we wish them all the best. And now, folks, you're going to be wondering, where are we going? Bobby, I hope it's going to be somewhere warm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. we got to take it somewhere warm. Listeners, if you're in a warm location... If you have a little extra money to fly me and Father Ralph to you, yeah. we're, we're happy I, to come. I, I do light domestic work, and I can do yard work. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm, yeah we'll work the mornings <laughs> we'll and we'll work yeah, the afternoons. Exactly. exactly. But thank yeah. you so much, Chris. Thank you for having us. And I want to say thank you to our listeners. Thank you for listening to this barn burner of a podcast. Oh, yeah. We have way exceeded the, the limits of what a podcast should be. But you know what? We had to because the stories are just that good. And the good news is if you like these stories, well, we have other great stories that you're going to hear next week. Thank you for listening. I'm Father Ralph with Bobby Weltner and Chris Scott as my co-host. And you've been in the Red Room on the road.
Bobby and Chris, it's that time of the show again. It's that time. We have to thank all of our guests. Oh, geez, let's help me remember everyone. We got, we got Patty. We got Brandon. We had Pat Doyle. We had Alex. We got Tim Sherman. Tim Sherman. Yes. Tim, we got. I, I don't know. And, and, and Father Ralph, we should thank yes. our co-hosts. Oh, you know, thank Chris you so Scott much. And, and our, you know, our hosts here, in, you know, yeah. here in Chicago. So thank yes. you very much oh. for having us, and thank you for co-hosting with us. Chris, I love oh, being your guest. You oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're so generous. Thank you so much. This is one of these great opportunities, folks, where we get to take the podcast on the road. You know, not everyone can always come down to Notre Dame, but you know what? Bobby and I can get on the road in a car yeah. and take the podcast to them. And now we've heard interesting stories about them, um, and we wish them all the best. And now, folks, you're going to be wondering, where are we going? Bobby, I hope it's going to be somewhere warm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. we got to take it somewhere warm. Listeners, if you're in a warm location... If you have a little extra money to fly me and Father Alf to you, yeah. we're, we're happy to come. I do light domestic work, and I can do yard work. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm, yeah we'll work the mornings and we'll work, work yeah, the afternoons. Exactly. exactly. But thank yeah. you so much, Chris. Thank you for having us. And I want to say thank you to our listeners. Thank you for listening to this barn burner of a podcast. Oh, yeah. We have way exceeded the, the limits of what a podcast should be. But you know what? We had to because the stories are just that good. And the good news is if you like these stories, well, we have other great stories that you're going to hear next week. Thank you for listening. I'm Father Ralph with Bobby Weltner and Chris Scott as my co-host. And you've been in the Red Room on the road.
Well, ladies and gentlemen, just when we thought we couldn't have any more people on this podcast, we have the brothers McKeon. We have Peter McKeon and Nate McKeon, former ARs. Welcome. It feels so good to be back. Gosh, oh just my right, gosh. Father. It does. It does. It does. But my gosh, so you uh, are in the legal profession. You were, you know, legal doing legal things today. Hey, it sure beats working. That's, right. <laughs> That's what now, they're telling. Now, I know, uh, let me just, I'm going to go there. A lot of our, our listeners want me to ask this question. I'm sure they do. And I'm going to go there. Is possession really nine-tenths of the law? Eight and a half. <laughs> so we're getting there. We're getting there. If there's anything Pete and I can do about it, it will be nine tenths okay. by twenty twenty four. Okay. Yeah, I think Nate, you've possessed tenths in your life before. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, my gosh, thanks. we have. You know, uh, now Peter, this is funny because you used to be a podcast co-host. Nate, you were a podcast co-host. Oh, and now wow. we got Bobby podcast. We have all co-host. three co-hosts in the same room. Yeah. This is great. It just yeah. got better each time. Well, <laughs> that was the first iteration, and look, you even have a real mic now. Yeah, we do. Well, thanks yes, to Patty. Yeah, Patty, don't worry. I mean, I'm very excited. What was the call? Well, he left that one time to get cigarettes. Yeah. Yeah. He, he, he never came back, and then we found out. That's right. That's right. He went to get cigarettes, folks, and he ended up going to the Masters. That's right. At least we got his microphone. Masters. Yes, 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 that too. And uh, you had your pickled pimento cheese sandwiches and and, and, and the like, did you not? And azaleas. Indeed, indeed. Yes, indeed. But, you know, um, guys, uh, you uh, really kind of set the the, the tone for the hall um, as the Brothers McKeon. I mean, we had not just two ARs, we had two brother ARs. And your older brother, Chris, was a Stesman. That's right, very true. And I always remember saying, you know, Peter, you know, you didn't live in Steads, and that was not my doing. Okay, not my doing. <laughs> Lori, if you're listening, Lori, that was not my doing, and I will be vindicated on the day of the resurrection. <laughs> uh, but you know, deserve that to be heard. Uh, I just don't believe you, <laughs> Peter. Peter, you. I told you. I said when well, you got to introduce yourself to the hall to the freshmen during freshman orientation in the chapel, I said, you better turn on the charm factor because you've got to sell yourself because you're not Steads. It's true. And you're and still not. And do you remember what you <laughs> said? No. No. Hush, child. Hush. It's a good, a good thing. Hold your I, tongue, child. Certainly I have experience selling myself, but I, I do. I remember. <laughs> do you remember what you said? I recall. I do, I believe. Oh, my God. I don't, I don't know about verbatim, but I could, you know, give you a little. Please. Something. I believe what I told the incoming freshman that fateful day was that I unfortunately spent my undergrad years in Dillon Hall. That's true. Every night in Dillon Hall, I spent dreaming of living in St. Ed's. And now that I had become a member of St. Ed's, and my dreams had been fulfilled, it was on incumbent upon me to help the freshmen achieve their dreams. That's right. You were there. Was he was there to make their dreams come true? That's right. And you did. Oh, yeah. called him Dreamweaver. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's song every time he entered. And I'm sorry, I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this. But Pete was better than Nate. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm gonna, no, 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 Pete. Let's no, right, no, right no. Back, I'm going to say this. Is that, Nate, you borrowed your brother's line. It was so good. Oh, I did. I completely <laughs> stole it. But that's the beauty of having a new freshman class. They have no idea. That's true. And, and, and yeah. it was kept in the family. That's right. Uh-huh. Literally and figure Yes. <laughs> well, fantastic. Now, uh, you guys are up here uh, doing uh, legal work. You're lawyers. You passed the bar. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe that you're working with what you're working with Patty's wife, Nate, aren't you? I am. Yeah, we're in the same Lexi. firm. We're working our ways up the ranks. Yeah, hoping to become name partners soon and, and change. You know, at least eight job. years from now. Yeah, <laughs> minimum. Yeah, you know, I'm sorry. There's a helicopter flying over. Something over there. What's oh, it? that dropped me off here. Yeah. <laughs> it's over. That helicopter's been flying there for the whole time. I, I think that's Lori Lightfoot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just worried that someone's coming like for me. So, many, so much more time to... Oh, yeah. She's <laughs> taking the joyride. All right. Okay. But, uh, Nate, uh, you're getting married. Congratulations. Thank you, Father. Best wishes. Well, I appreciate yeah. it. And I'm Christian. honored to, to have you marry uh, my well, fiance, I Christian. Well, you guys are marrying yourselves. I'm here witnessing. Right. You know, okay, and I, let me tell you, I'm glad to be a witness. <laughs> so, uh, glad to have you as a witness, brother. <laughs> <laughs> Don't thank me just yet. <laughs> but, but anyway, so let me ask, you know, preparing for a wedding, and you're getting married at the Basilica. We are. What, yeah, what, what are tough things about getting married these days? I mean, like, the behind-the-scenes things. You know, a lot of times we're just talking about wedding registries. Right. You know, but I don't think that's really the tough thing. Like saying you want corn cob holders for crock pots. a crock Air pot. fryers. Yeah. yeah. That's, you know, no, mainly corn cob holders. <laughs> <laughs> that's the number one thing. I have like 10 of those on well, the we actually, we, crystal, we, we weren't able to put it on a registry because uh, there's a massive nationwide shortage. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the CCHs. But, uh, the harder stuff is really uh, talking about like shoes. What shoes I'll be wearing on the altar? Oh my god! Oh my god! You'll be wearing. You know that's the trickier stuff. And okay, well, yeah. true. folks, we step on people's toes. <laughs> whoa, whoa. Folks, folks, uh, uh, Nathan is <laughs> shooting an arrow at Patty here because uh, Patty uh, on the podcast originally back in the day was talking about shoes and the debate was whether to go with a loafer a velvet loafer uh, or the traditional tuxedo shoe and I believe if I remember correctly you said whatever I do everyone's got to do that's correct and what did you do it's like Barack Obama yes (laughs) I went with that mix it was a slip-on traditional patent leather Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. wow. Custom made. Straight down the middle, right there. Yeah. And I and you know what I loved? I even made mention of it in the wedding. No. I, said, yeah. <laughs> I said I said, you know, you've planned every detail from the readings to the music right down to the shoes yeah. you're wearing. Yeah, I got that shoe in. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> yes, indeed. We love Lexi. We love Lexi. So what's the toughest part about uh, getting a wedding off the ground? Uh, getting it off the ground is is probably getting on your knee and ass. That's the hardest <laughs> initial part. After that, it becomes a whole contest of, of who are we trying to please? Ourselves, our parents, uh, the groomsmen, the bridesmaids. The priest. The, well, you know. The witness. He's, he's, yeah, sorry, we don't call him the priest, we call him the witness. <laughs> the witness, okay. Um, picking the readings. Uh, it's all, it's it's an ensemble sort of thing. Now, you know, now, it's a balancing act. Now, if I remember correctly, you proposed at Mackinac Island. I did. How was yeah. the fudge? Yeah, well, you two wouldn't know. We wouldn't would know. He didn't bring it back. No, That's exactly where I was going. <laughs> you know, we were fudge out of luck. No, sorry. Yeah, they, 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 they confiscated my bags on the way off the island. No contraband. They like to keep it up. Now, if I remember correctly, you put your engagement ring in your baggage. I did. And it was separated from you. When for we stepped a long off the boat, time. Yes, my bags were put in a carriage drawn by a horse. Because they have no cars in Mackinac. No, no, yeah, no motorized vehicles. but no cars. Yeah, correct. Fudge, which, you know, yeah. <laughs> um, so Kristen and I, for about an hour, were separated from the engagement ring, which was in my bags. And I was freaking out trying to call any sort of 
horse handler or, or you know, the guy driving the cart, if he could just get him to hustle up. But um, he said he doesn't, they don't, they don't quite work like that. So I just had to be patient. He said, sir, it's a, it's a slow horse and a, and a long hill up to the main hotel. You're just going to have to wait. I said, okay, well, when you get it, please bring the bag straight to me. And luckily, nothing was, nothing was damaged, nothing was stolen. And uh, we got that plane off the ground. And she said yes. So we're, yeah, thankfully. Wow. You know, so far. Fantastic. So, yeah. All systems go. Well, September 9th, everyone's invited. September 9th. Okay. Party in South Bend. It's on. Absolutely. I was going to say party in the USA. Oh, right. Well, party in SBN. Yeah. Everyone gets a corn cob holder. Yes. It's gonna and be luckily, yeah. yeah. Brandon, I would love to know who asked for the corn, corn cob holders, but... We'll figure that one out. We'll never tell. We'll never tell. He'll take that to the grave. Yeah. <laughs> uh, now, Pete, now, the last time that we saw each other, we saw I each other. I was 20 pounds lighter. Oh, shit. <laughs> Tosh. Tosh. 30. Don't lie. You're making baby Jesus cry. Uh, the last time we saw each other was uh, on the way to Patty Foss's wedding. Oh, yeah. That's right. right. Do you know how much fun that was? We all traveled. I do know. I know how much fun yeah. it was. I can't I actually say I can remember how much fun it was. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so let me ask you, how has been uh, being a member of the bar here in Chicago? Well, I take it as a very serious and solemn honor. Um, yes. Mm-hmm. Not actually, you know, it's like any other job. <laughs> Anyone can do it. Anyone can do it? Yeah. If you just want to spend three more years at Notre Dame, I highly recommend you go to law school. Okay, right. so so what you're telling me is that what I need to do is watch Law and Order. That's exactly what I'm telling. So is that? As I always tell the people who are being want to be aspiring lawyers, help yeah. yourself watch Law and Order. My niece and nephew, if you're listening, started watching Law and Order. I tried to get them watching Kojak, but they said it was too dark. And then they started watching Law and Order. I was like, and that's not dark. And I so so. My niece and nephew now know what it means to be subpoenaed. Wow. Really? And so I asked him, I said, I said, Matthias. I still don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I said, Matthias, what does it mean to be subpoenaed? He goes, well, someone gives you a document that says you have to appear before a judge. Huh. I was like, and, oh, God. And Murray. that was invented? That was one of Dr. George Washington Carver's inventions? The subpoena? <laughs> the subpoena? It was out of peanut butter. Yes, it was. Yes, yes, exactly. But uh, no, they're watching that. So should should we continue to be on a healthy diet of law and order to become like uh, lawyers? Yes, yeah. absolutely. It's the most realistic depiction of lawyers there is. Yeah. Wow. I mix in some suits and some Boston legal as well. Oh, okay. A well-rounded okay, education. Okay, yeah, get a little Meghan Merkel in there. Yes. You know? yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bobby, you're quiet here. What's going well, on? Uh, are we have are you taking co- notes? No, no. We have two co-hosts on the show. I mean, well, there's three. <laughs> we have three. We're two or three. You know, know my name. You know what's funny, actually? Okay, pray to me. Yes, please. We were talking. I didn't get a chance to type, you know. Chime in soon enough because you just keep talking. But, um, but when, See when how I, they when love one another. When yeah. I got tapped on the shoulder at the start of the year to, to co-host with Father Alf, I went. I never listened to the podcast before, and so wow. I went and listened. That's wow. you though. You must be one of the only people. <laughs> well, but, look, guys, one guy yeah, but guys, so we have a whole we have a whole gallery here of guests on the green couch, and believe me, it's not like Johnny Carson. We could just fit two or three. We got all these guys on this couch. Come on, you got to bat him down here. He's throwing <laughs> arrows at him. Get him, guys. But I but I went and listened to one of the recent episodes, which was Nate Ooh. co-hosting with Father Alf. And I gotta say, Nate was doing such a good job. I was pretty intimidated for this role. You're kidding. So well, I, I you know, my my first couple episodes were a little rough. <laughs> um, 
but uh, but yeah, no, I, I think I'm you know starting to work. My you should have just listened to one of mine, then you would understand the bars pretty well. <laughs> <laughs> we were figuring out. Like, we didn't have, like I said, we didn't have this mic. We, we basically just had one big soup can <laughs> with strings on it well, that went to each dorm, and that's well, what we were doing. Do you, do you know? Look at here on the other end. To be honest, uh, the podcast really this is true. We took a giant leap forward thanks to Patty because Patty, uh, you were a, a broadcaster. That's right. Yeah. yeah, and you gave us this mic. I donated the mic. Yeah, you donated the mic, and let me tell you, it was better than the two Chinese mics that I had <laughs> yeah. because they were probably sending a signal back to Beijing. Well, pretty much everything. The two I Chinese names was like, yeah, was it yeah. American yeah. name or? Yeah, well, they were they were they were they were fighting and and and, and they were sh- shutting each other out. There'd be static and there'd be an echo and all this stuff. And once we got this mic, folks, let me tell you, I'm not shutting up. Never give a priest, never give a Holy Cross priest an open mic because you're never getting it back. Tell me about it. (laughs) Bobby, Bobby, Bobby. Um, Now, I do want to ask, uh, you know, Pete, last time we saw each other, we were in O'Hare Airport. And we were going to Airport. Yeah, yeah. And we were going going down to uh, the wedding uh, for Patty. Um, What? Do you re- now? You're a Wisconsinite, correct? What struck you about going to Virginia? You know, we landed in Tidewater, down in Richmond. No, you did. Okay, Piedmont. 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 I'm sorry. Piedmont. Well, be right righteous with you. Here, follow. As soon as I crossed the Mason-Dixon there, I understood what a real country lawyer was supposed to be all about. I ain't no fast-talking, water-wasting northern attorney. <laughs> Unless I come up to Chicago. Okay. So, does that answer your question there, Counselor? I, I believe it does. You can step back from the, from the well. Thank from you. The <laughs> from the verb. But I think, uh, so what you're telling me is that you're not going to be wearing seersucker here in Chicago. Nope. Just nor, when I moved to Virginia. <laughs> nor will you be looking for a chili dog like Matlock. <laughs> no, I won't. Okay. Okay. I'm showing my age. I'm, I'm, I'm drawing from Matlock. But, uh, guys, let me ask you one last question here because everyone's like, please, let's go to dinner. I know it's been a long time. Don't worry, folks. Um, what do you miss about Stead's? Because let me tell you, we sure miss you. The better question is, what don't I miss about Oh, it? gosh. Just oh. waking up next to a hundred or so of my closest friends every morning, uh, living outside the Greg, and, and doing the podcast with you. It passes every Sunday. It's all. It's just, you can't beat it. Yeah, I agree. I think the obvious answer is the gentleman. Yeah. That's what makes this dorm so great. That's what makes me keep wanting to come back. Mm-hmm. So it makes me... Hike it up here and get on the podcast at 8 p.m. tonight. Oh, thank you so much, guys. It's guys, all for the kids. Thank you so much, and thank you. I'm, I'm sure our listeners, our listenership, thanks you as well. And I'm glad. I'm sure that everyone here is thankful that we're ending too, because it's time for dinner. So, guys, thank you so much for making an appearance. Thank, thank you. you. Uh,